This is Infection, the Survival Podcast, recorded live on Tuesday, November 28th, 2017, episode 150. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a special episode. Look at this, episode 150. It's just a big number of Infection, the survival podcast. Infection is your source for the latest information on survival video games. We bring you the latest news, reviews, updates, and more each and every week. My name is Nick Craig. You can follow me on Twitter at Nicholas M. Craig. Visit our website, infectionpodcast.com. I'll just bring everybody up to what's going on. Crazy technical. My audio is all screwed up. My headphones are all out of whack, but nobody else hears it. Uh, it's, you know, maybe I'm a, maybe I'm a uh, what, would that be a sociopath. Is, is that when you hear stuff in your head? There's a there's um, a certain path when you hear things in your head. Well, that's what's going on. Well, yeah, what, I don't remember what. Uh, that, Sorry, MD don't Brian yet, Aldridge, so. welcome to the program, Brian. How are you? Doing well. If you want to find me at Boise Computer on Twitter, or you're more than welcome to go check out my blog, ByteOfTech.com. Of course, go check out our website. We have InfectionPodcast.com. If you're listening to this uh, and you hear anything in the show notes or hear anything in the show that you're like, I wish I had the uh, information on that. We have show notes on our website that will give you links, video links, um, and just a lot of the information that we discuss. We're following that throughout the show. So you should be able to find anything uh, referencing to any topic that we discuss. So I encourage you to go there, check it out. And, uh, and also while you're there, if you're not on our Discord, which I can't imagine why, I would encourage you to go and click on the right-hand side. It says join server. That'll get you on our Discord server. Um, also, we have um, the links for our YouTube on the right, our Twitch channel, um, our Twitter, also our podcast link. So if you have whatever app you're using, if you want to listen to us on the road, maybe you listen to us or watch us on YouTube. Um, we have links there that will get with whatever kind of device that you're using um, on whatever platform. So... All on our website, infectionpodcast.com. Absolutely. Yes. Maybe you were uh, doing a, a lot, a long drive or had a long drive for Thanksgiving. Maybe you're going to have a long drive for Christmas, uh, going to see relatives. Or you're just looking to fall asleep at night. Uh, yes. Which, you know, some or people perfect. take that as, as offensive. I exclusively fall asleep listening to podcasts, it, f- yeah. funny comedy podcasts. Uh, eventually, you just fall asleep. Um, it's not. Uh, at, some people are offended by it. Like if I said, "Oh, I fall asleep." That oh, oh, it's so boring. That you fall. No, it's just I, I need to be able to. The same way the people thing fall asleep is, watching if TV. Bad, you can't fall asleep to it because you're just like, "Oh man, that's horrible." Yeah. Oh, and you can't relax. Um, if you get something that'll let you relax, I guess that's a good sign. Yep. I listen to a couple couple podcasts and fall asleep, and it's it's good. So if you listen to us falling asleep, it's no no, no offense taken. Not that I not that I care, or I mean, r- really. But um, so uh, yeah, there you go, um, Brian. I'll open with this. How was your Thanksgiving? Do you have a, do you have a good Thanksgiving? Uh, we went okay. I so we went to my wife's family's place in the I think at first, and then we didn't have a full meal there. And after we went to my family's place. Well, there you go. And we had all the turkey and stuffing and everything that would be a typical um, Thanksgiving, American Thanksgiving. So, how was your? Uh, living on your own did you go and spend thanksgiving with anyone or did you go to kfc no definitely didn't go to kfc uh no no i spent okay. it with some uh with uh with my boss and his family they were gracious enough to invite me uh 
up up to their house in Raleigh. So, um, yeah, nice. it was uh, it, it was it was good. It was good Thanksgiving. Um, hopefully everybody had a good Thanksgiving. I'm sure there's a whole bunch of people listening to listening to the show on a on an extended drive or something like that. I'm preparing now for my. The shows are going to get a little wacky here in about two weeks. I haven't even told yep. you this, Brian. I'm going to be in New York for about three weeks. Still haven't, be, still haven't begun to even contemplate how we're going to produce the show that way. Um, <laughs> I yeah. just think if I just don't think about it, it'll just solve itself. So um, that'll be procrastination. Yeah, procrastination. So I've got about a fourteen and a half hour ride up there. So I got to load up on some podcasts to to get me up there. But uh, in a couple of weeks. Um, the shows are going to be like you're not. It's going to be very, very bare bones. Uh, it probably will just be this shot, the almost the entire show. So just, yeah. just uh, I'll be producing it from. We'll my figure lap. it out. We yeah. always have. Well, we've never done by. this before. This is this is the first yeah. time. Every time we've done the show in the past, I've done this very convoluted <laughs> team viewer remote desktop thing. We're not we're not not doing that this time because it's just it's just way too much going on. So um, yeah, coming up here it'll be uh, the first remote show will be December nineteenth. <clears throat> that okay. will be a little weird, but uh, it, it we'll still have a show. In it, it may be audio only. Who knows? Uh, but we there will be there will be a live. It probably will. It actually may be audio only. Um, but there will be a live broadcast. So. Uh, next couple shows will be a little, and then we'll have to figure out what we're doing for we Christmas. Do is record like hours of us, like two hours of us playing video games and just have that streaming. Well, we in the do need to figure out what we want to do for Christmas because that, I mean, it is going to be the day after Christmas. Um, and I don't know if I'm going to be around, so we do, we'll, we'll figure something out. But nevertheless, um, yeah, I don't know what I was talking about or how we got to this topic. Um, <laughs> I think it just came out of the blue. All right, well, great. Uh, we were talking about this, though, before the show, Brian. Episode 150, of course, big number. Mm-hmm. We're coming up on three uh, t- uh, three years? No, two years of doing the... Three years. Uh, th- no, three 2015. Years. It'll be 2018, so... It'll be three it'll be years. Three years. Um, and that'll be in uh, mid late January. Uh, our first show is January 1st. Tw- Brian, I was a, no, no, a child. January 20th. I'm sorry, January 20th. I was a child. Like, it was a very long time ago. <laughs> like I know you, 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 you were already a, a grown, a grown ass man, an adult in 2015. Yeah. I was, I was a, a little baby on the internet. I mean, it was. It's been. I a already long made time. a life's mistakes. You, you, you're still working on it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm still making them. <laughs> I'm starting to make them. Um. So yeah, that'll be coming up here in uh, a couple of couple weeks. Really, I mean, it's not not too far away. And then, um, yep. after that. We will probably be announcing our, or you know, we're going to be working out our idea to head out to PAX West out in Seattle, uh, which will be in July or August of next year. So, a lot of a lot of stuff going to be going on here over the next probably two and a half, two months or so. And um, you know, of course, we thank everybody that listens to the broadcast. Thank everybody that tunes in live. We've got a whole bunch of people in the chat. Really had everybody all riled up last week about the gambling, um, but uh, we appreciate everybody that's tuned into the program. So, yes, I heard I left you hanging Friday night, and it was not my fault. It's not my yeah. fault. So I was away for Thanksgiving. Rocket League. 
<laughs> so tell me what happened. I still have not talked to you. What happened, Brian? All right. So so I jumped in. I jumped in the channel, put up the announcement, and uh, and Joe came in and talked to me. He he wasn't playing, but um, so I played a couple rounds of Rocket League by myself. It was great. And uh, Joe, well, of course, with Joe hanging out and talking. So um, now what's funny is my wife on Thanksgiving at, at my uh, sister's house played some rocket league on their ps4 mm. with my nephew yeah and she was like that's a fun game and so what do we do on thanksgiving we buy rocket league over the weekend for her on ps4 ah and okay. so she's been one she's been playing like that that pretty much every night since then that's why i have not seen you play call of duty with me in about two weeks i i log well i log in a little bit and then but you guys aren't always on like that's true it's just weird with ours yes so so no, uh, you're yeah, saying so nobody came to play. I've been Rocket playing League. a lot of Rocket League. Oh, nobody really? showed up, but I've been playing a lot of Rocket League with my wife. I I was very close. I got in about ten thirty at a two and a, about a two hour ride home Friday night. I got in about ten thirty, and I, I I jumped on the PC, and I was like, up, oh, and that that's what I saw like the chat logs of, like, oh, is anybody gonna play? And I was like, ah, I missed it. I really tried, but I uh, unfortunately yeah. got. Well, I mean, it was pretty. It, Discord was pretty dead. Yeah. Um, Joe is in tomorrow. So, you know, for him, it was no longer the day after Thanksgiving. And I don't, do they even do Thanksgiving no. over in Australia? No, they do not. It's a Canadian so, and an American thing. Yeah. So we had most people were not even at their computers to even play it. So, because we usually get a decent turnout for yeah. Rocket League, but it being the, the, the day after Thanksgiving, tough. So, right, Brian, I apologize. You are the superior host and as 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 our good okay. friend amnon is telling us in the chat brian is fulfilling his duty so i yes. mean it's fine so did you get did you get anything for black friday we haven't we haven't really discussed this um game wise no i don't think so um you know it's funny i got an email from steam and it was like, oh, 12 games on your wish list are on sale. I was like, oh, cool. And then I looked. I'm like, why are these games on my wish list? Like, they were all like crappy games. Because they want. have those achievements. They have those achievements that you have to go through and be like, okay, now put this many no, games I, on your list. No, I'd put these on my list. But it, like, I'm talking like oh, 2012, 2013. These were on my list. Like, very old games. And I'm like, why? So, hope a bunch of... And it was funny because it's gotten to the point now where, obviously... I'm saying this. Talk, I'm talking to the Brian Aldridge with how many games? Do you have your Steam uh, open? How many games do you have on Steam? Can you quickly reference that? Um, yeah, Brian has got. I haven't. Even, I, I've stopped redeeming my humble bundles. Even like I, there's a bunch in there. I don't even bother. Uh, so I'm at 1177. Okay, so you have 1100 games on Steam. So yeah, almost 1200. I've got so like, far. like probably if I redeemed all my humble bundles, I probably have 1200. I've got nothing. I've got like 100. 20 games or something like that but it's when i whenever these things are on sale what typically tends to be on sale is early access games so i go to this the home screen where it's got all the sales and like more than half of it is gray like grayed out because i already own half yeah. those games so um yep. i didn't get any i didn't get anything um i didn't get anything for, for black friday i bought some christmas gifts on cyber monday some uh smart those smart uh plugs that you can control with the Amazon yeah, device and the like Google the Wemo or whatever. Yeah. Th I, I think these are made by uh TP link, but uh, yeah, I got, got a couple of those, but uh, I mean, gaming wise, I saw uh, there was a great deal on the PS4. I believe it was at target. It was like 200 bucks. 
Uh, the Xbox One S yeah. was on sale for three hundred. Uh, PlayStation Plus was on sale. I mean, there was a whole bunch of sales if you wanted to to jump into stuff. I think the Switch was on sale as well. Um, but in terms of Steam games and you know most of the early access games, which are the ones that typically go on sale, you know, I already uh, I already have. See, I only got I got two PS4 games and that's it. Like I didn't get any PC games. I mean, we got Rocket League because yeah. it was on sale. I saw that was um, on sale. And yeah. then I it was like nine bucks I got or something. Far Cry. Yeah, um, yeah, it was yeah nine bucks or something like that. I mean, I, it was cheap. Like it yeah, was twelve bucks, and it was actually cheaper because of PlayStation Plus. It was on sale with PlayStation Plus, I believe. Yeah, because I saw so, that, is. and that's you know, and I've, I've got all that now. So, I got that, and then I got Far Cry Primal. Oh, okay. Um, so, been playing that because it was cheap enough. So now. Locklore's asking any word on the Steam Xmas sales star. I haven't seen anything. Typically, it gets leaked by PayPal every year. Mysteriously leaks gonna... <laughs> the start yeah. and end dates of it. Um, but typically, what from what I remember in the past, it's like the it's like a week before Christmas and then the week of Christmas and then it kind of fades. But see, unfortunately, what they they've screwed themselves. Well, they the community screwed themselves by screwing the flash sales up because people were um yeah. uh, that's charging, what really got me every year charging back the flash sale so they'd buy the game at two dollars and then return it when the game is not on sale and get five dollars back and i guess there just wasn't a good way to keep track of that information so they canceled the flash sales which was the only reason that made any of the sales any good um because i mean when yeah. games are on sale for two weeks so the date so December 21st through the 27th is when this one should be. Oh, really? So it'll, it'll only be a week. Yep. Okay. Interesting. So the 21st through the 27th. That's what I'm, that's what I'm seeing here. So that so. will be the Thursday before Christmas. From Kotaku, so. so that'll be the Thursday before Christmas to two days after Christmas, the 27th. So yep. you're looking at, you're looking at almost a week there. Well, um, yeah. Uh, what actually, you know, there's a couple things on sale. I retweeted Conan was on sale. It was like forty five percent off or something like that. I Miscreated think, is yeah. on sale through today. I think okay. it ends today. So that's the thing is if if you're not listening to this live, you're probably missing the sales because I think a lot of them are turning off after today. So if you're looking to get something on sale again, uh, the Christmas sale will probably be your next best bet, which is as I said, less than a month. Miscreated away. is not on sale as of right now. At least on okay, Steam. so it ended. Okay. They they tweeted it gotcha. late last night, saying it was one more day. So it's it must have just ended. Gotcha. Well, um, same thing with okay. So for our game of the week this week, we're doing Left 4 Dead 2. Oh yeah, which was on sale, and I mentioned it for people because right now it's nineteen ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Um, if you would have gotten over Black Friday, it was like five dollars or something like that. Well, that'll be fun. So. Hopefully some people listened last week, and if they didn't have Left 4 Dead 2, they picked it up during the sale, and then will play with us this weekend. Yep, Left 4 Dead 2 is always a, always a good time. We'll do some crazy game modes and, and play around. So join us for that. That will be our new time, 8 p.m. Eastern is when we do that now. Friday night, same night, and uh, we'll be playing Left 4 Dead 2, which I think is, I mean, if you've got a p- gaming PC, you just kind of own Left 4 Dead. If you have a video card. Yeah, yeah pretty works. much. And even if you don't, like I, I played that on HT Intel. You play graphics. it on a laptop. Yeah, I mean it'll play. Yep. So that's kind of just that's kind of a, a steeple of PC gaming is Left 4 Dead 2. 
So join us for that. That'll be Friday night, 8 p.m. Eastern. Our Discord, all that information is on our website, infectionpodcast.com. Well, after a long intro, Brian, about 15 minutes of us bantering, which is fine. I mean, that's why people listen anyway. Um, where do we go? Where do we go from here? All right. So let, here's a, a story that was submitted on Discord. Yes. And uh, it's regarding Fortnite. And we have reported a couple times that Fortnite is suing children um, or epic the makers of Fortnite are suing hackers right they're yes. suing um and usually what you would think they would do is sue the cheat developers um yes now, don't shoot the message doesn't always work because a lot of them are from out you know out of the country they're from places that maybe we don't have the ability to go and pursue them at and so they went and they're suing a 14 year old boy uh, that I guess was just had downloaded these cheats from a website and were using them. So Epic went after uh, that person. And the issue is, uh, and, and there's actually a letter here. I don't know. There's a PDF attached to that. Yeah, I saw that. Oops. I don't know if you have the ability to pull that up or not. But this uh, this person writes a letter discussing oh this. I apologize. <laughs> Side scrolls. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I don't know what's a, going on here. So this person writes uh, a letter, and I just wanted to kind of read and, and highlight some of these, uh, some of these things that they're they're kind of pointing out that are holes in in the ability for Epic to come and pursue this this child. Now, first of all, I'm gonna slip in there before you do that, just to so the the whole thing mm-hmm. with this is this we talked about this probably now probably about a month and a half ago. This is their attempt to set a set an example. Obviously, suing one person does yes. not change it. This is this was Epic's attempt to set an example. Blizzard, I believe, has done this in the past. Blizzard Activision has done this in the past with suing people. This happened. This happened back in the '90s with music sharing as well. Um, I'm sure they've done it with video sharing. Yeah, the shoot this, a teacher. This exact I remember. Same thing. Yeah, this exact same thing happened uh, back when music sharing was a big thing and. Personally, you know, I used to, when I was in high school or whatever, I shared music and I'm, I'm certainly glad Internet police are coming. I wasn't pursued at that time. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's just stupid things you do when you're young. Right. Uh, and so, well, plus it was just the time you got like, it, and it was the yeah, wild, I mean, wild west just, of the internet. Right. Well, it, it was, yeah, there weren't the restrictions, uh, or people, I mean, people, there, we had the restrictions before of you had to have, to have a disc, right? MP3 players had, were pretty new. Uh, they had just come out. And so all of a sudden you have the ability to have as much music as you want on a device and carry it around, which now you, you talk to a kid today that just that doesn't make any sense to them. No. Like, well, I can, I can just go to Pandora. I can just Spotify. hold up, you know, I can go to YouTube. I, I, whatever I want to do, you can get music. But back then... You couldn't get music. Uh, it was something to where you had to own every single disc, and then you had to rip every single disc. Um, and that was the transition from really low-speed internet to people finally starting to get DSL, and something that would actually download a song in something less than a half an hour to forty-five minutes. And so, people just you know they didn't see anything wrong with it, and the the mar- the music market had not adjusted yet to handling this because 
now they change their their ways of doing things. They do streaming services and come up with ways to kind of accommodate people that want music now and want whatever they want now. But back then, everything was still go into the record store, go to the CD, where go to whatever store, buy the CD, and you know, and that's that's what you did. And um, and that was the transition into what we have now. Um, where they're like, oh, well, we need to start offering online downloads. And, but they, they did this suing. I mean, they, they started suing and it ended up being kids and grandmas because they went and sued the person who had the internet connection, not yep. the uh, person that might've actually been doing it. So it was a, a big ordeal. Now this, we'll see what happens. So uh, this letter was written uh, and it's, it's I'm, I'm going to cover, the, here's some things that, that are pretty interesting. He does define in here, minor means a person under the age of 18 years who has not been court emancipated. Um, this person has not been court emancipated. Furthermore, according to the standard EULA licensing agreement, they say use of software applications is available only to persons who enter, who can enter into a legally binding contract under applicable law. If you are a minor, i.e. under the age of 18, not competent or otherwise, do, do not have the capacity to enter into a legal uh, legally binding contract without the consent or assistance of another person, you may use website only under the supervision of a parent or a legal guardian as ap applicable who agrees to be bound by the EULA. Um, one thing that they failed to acknowledge prior to the user accepting the EULA was by simply clicking a yes, um, an age range dropdown or a parental consent drop dropdown, you know, should have been used because they're, they're saying, well, you there was no agreement like with the parents, right? There was no thing saying, did you get parental consent? Um, and so they're, they're pointing out that here you're saying, you know, if you're the under, under the age of 18, you need to have, you know, you can use the website with supervision. Of course. Like they're keeping it really generic. They're not using legal terms, right? Uh, because that's not how, that's not court binding. Um, so they make a mention here that this this child was not issued parental consent. Um, well, so I mean, but hold on a second you know, here, the, and I'm gonna—I'm young enough to to, uh, of course, legally this makes sense. But even if there was, I mean, the kid would have selected that he was over the age of eighteen. I mean, let's just—I mean, let's just be realistic about it. Um, yeah. I, uh, uh, legally, well, they could legally, get him for they—they they could get him for breach of contract. Though the thing is, is he probably filled this out correctly, the form out correctly. So they're saying that he. He didn't get parental consent. the The parent is saying he didn't ask before he did it, yes. which he may not. Have. Which he, mo I can um, guarantee you, a fourteen year old did not ask his mother or father if he can play Fortnite because they would have said no. So, so he just downloaded yeah. and played it himself. Yeah, I, I, I yeah, and it's, literally, it's, it's been a free to play game. Exactly. So, so they're saying that well, they didn't go through and do the proper, you know, verifications just to say, all right, you're agreeing that you have parental consent or that you're over the age of 18. Yep. That's the, um, I remember also, doing those, yeah, big thing. Um, and then also in here, they mentioned that th him being a minor, he is under the eyes of the law. He's legally incapable of agreeing to terms and conditions. That is true. Uh, so, so th this contract that they had him sign anyways is not legally binding. Because he's not of legal age to be, I mean, it, it's something where you'd have to have your parents. Um, yeah, do you it. can't agree, or you know, there's. I, I dealt with this because I what I was working, uh, doing Brian. I was doing web design when I was under the age of eighteen, 
and I was asking around, should I have a contract? And so they said it didn't matter because I wasn't 18 and yeah. my side of the contract you, you was never you valid. Yeah. Back it up. I mean, I could go after them. They couldn't come after me. There'd be no reason for them to sign it. It wasn't, there was no legally binding yep. agreement. I'm not of legal age to be in an agreement. Um, and for example, if you yep. ever watch TV, um, every once in a while you'll hear a commercial that'll say, you know, ask your parent. It'll be typically for a web, you know, like, I, I don't know, some game website or something like that. It'll say, you know, must need parents' consent to log on or something like that. There's some weird uh, federal, uh, I guess it wouldn't be F. Well, I guess it probably would be FTC uh, laws that require them to disclose, hey, you, if you are under the age of whatever, you have to have your parents' consent to use the website, which is a great legal thing, but nobody does. I mean, the, there's the reality yeah. of it. This kid, they're, there's no, they're not going through and verifying. I mean, no. there's no, and it's very difficult to do on the internet. Well, and if there's now, no way to verify that you're final... 14. I mean, besides your social security yeah. number, I mean, you don't have a driver's license, so there's they, no idea yeah, to not check. Submitting in. So, do you think that things like this will eventually lead to a kind of driver's license for the internet? I God, know they discussed not. about like an internet ID, an official one. God, I hope not. Because that that's something I I worried that people because of the looseness of all this will eventually lead to where they say, well, we need a way to, to cover ourselves. Yeah, or else exactly. not doing, you know, what can they do on the internet? I mean, it's bad for the company because they don't have a way to, to back, back up certain things because kids just go and be kids. Right. Yeah. Um, but you know, that's, that's the thing with the internet. If it's available for download. Now here's the most interesting thing I saw that he pointed out. Okay. He said in the contract, when you download in the EULA, it says that the contracts between the licensor and the purchaser, establishing the purchaser's right to use the software. This being said, the game is free. It's, it's a purchase. free game. So th there's no purchase of said game. Mm. So there's no actual, they're not doing, they need to do a checkout process saying it's free. Like a lot of times when you get somebody and you're doing it as a purchase, you actually have a checkout and yeah. there's something to verify. I haven't like downloaded. This is just a download link. Have you downloaded Fortnite? Yes. Okay, I have not. Um, you just down, you just uh, you download the Epic Launcher and you just click download. Interesting. I mean, there's no process of saying. I mean, they they need to word that differently because it, it's not a purchase. Like, there's no point where you actually feel like you're doing anything that is, you know, giving you the game outside of you just have the launcher. So my big thing here, there's a couple of different things that that uh, that I run into. The first would be. These documents, and I'm not a lawyer. Brian's not a lawyer. We're not pretending to be lawyers. Obviously, the law is a. I mean, that's people spend hundreds of thousands of dollars going to school to be lawyer. Brian and I know a couple of lawyers very well. Very, very sophisticated thing. I'm, I'm not trying to simplify it to a point. Yeah. Um, but it it appears that in most cases these ULAs are just uh, uh, th these things are written these terms of a, terms of service a EULA whatever it may be, are typically just written just enough to cover the company's ass. That's typically what they're for. Yeah. They're never meant to be And it only upon. covers them against law-abiding people, too. I mean, that's the issue, is if, if it's someone over in a country where they can't pursue, or if it's a minor, like, the, what, the EULA doesn't matter anyways. But see, like, I think the, the, difference I think the big thing here is these are never, these things are drafted just to, these things are just drafted because you have to have a terms of service, or you have to have a EULA. They're never actually supposed to be acted upon because they're so poorly written and just so poorly yeah. done that, in my opinion, they can't actually be written in the case of, oh, well, you know, we, we plan on suing 
using this using this you know legal binding contract or legal binding document, which is fine, which is totally fine. That's how it works. You're required to have a terms of if you sell a product on your website, you are required to have, or actually if you collect user information, you are required to have terms of service on your website. Yeah. Uh, or, or if or maybe it is if you're selling something, you're required to have terms of service listed. And and most people just go to the internet and search for terms of service generator and you go to a website, you, it, you type Fill in the, the name blanks. of your company and you click generate and it spits out all the information. It's just something you just have to have it. It's not you would never legally act upon it. Nobody could ever. It's that's why it's stupid. It doesn't make a difference. Like it doesn't matter what their ULIS said because they're not half the people playing the game are the underages of 18. So it doesn't matter what the ULIS says. Yeah. Now, I think the real thing here is how. Fortnite or, has, I mean, or they're in China. Like, yeah, there's a huge number of players in China. What are you What are you going to do? Are you going to go to China and sue that person? I mean, good luck. I just don't see it happening. Um, I just, well, and Fortnite really screwed themselves with it. I mean, the optics on this are bad. Legally, did the kid break a law? Probably because if I mean, you're not allowed. I mean, it is copyright infringement to modify the game files. It doesn't matter if you purchased it, did it yourself. It's illegal to. It, it is illegal to. To, to tamper with it it's it's that's how that's against copyright so ph ph is bringing up a point here that the only reason this went to a lawsuit is because so they did a dmca let's i'm going to tell the story of a little bit of what this kid did yeah absolutely so the kid downloaded a hack yep he he made a youtube video yep. and he posted a video on youtube with him doing the hack and so um epic did a dmc takedown of the video just saying you know, we don't want this video on on YouTube. And he actually did a counterclaim to the mm. DMCA. Interesting. And so the um, so the issue is that they're required by law to either file a suit or drop the claim. And so they chose rather than dropping the claim and letting him keep the YouTube video up, they then filed a, su a suit. So that's the reason. That, and, you know, so it's not that he's a scapegoat so much. Because uh, the parents are saying, oh, he's just, you know, you're just making him a scapegoat. Well, it sounds like they're trying to make it like the parents are trying to make an example of him in, I guess, the wrong way. So, you know, this is a, this is an issue. I think this is an issue where the the parents probably should have backed down and said, you know what, we realized if they would have just stopped and said, this is wrong, you know, we realized that he shouldn't be doing this and we're going to do everything we can to get him, you know, we're going to make sure he doesn't do it again and we're going to take down that YouTube video. I'm sure this whole thing would have gone away at that point. But the, you know, because it's not like this kid, I mean, the, he's, his parents know what's going on and he's counterclaiming, trying to keep this video up. So obviously he's not really scared and I think they're trying to make him a little bit scared. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, and now that I'm actually doing some more research in this, this turns out this is actually filed in the Eastern uh, North District of North Carolina court. So this is this is actually this. That's the I believe that's Your backyard. The, I believe that's the area that I would fall under Eastern North Carolina. Um, maybe that's Southeast. I'm not sure. But um, well, there's a couple things here. First of all, Epic should have dropped Epic. Epic should not have continued to go forward with this. They should have dropped the DMC. I mean, this just I mean, this is. This is the thing. From a PR standpoint, it looks like Epic, Big Bad Epic Games, is suing a 14-year-old kid in North Carolina. That's not good optics. There is nothing to gain from this. Is this most, kid, people, most people don't read past the, 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 the first paragraph of the article. Game developer sues 14-year-old kid. Story. 
send. That's the headline. That's People see. are going to read that and go, "Oh, this video games are bad." All right, Jimmy, you're not you're not playing this anymore because this kid, this fourteen year old kid, is getting sued over it. And and that's yep. it, I I just I don't think they should have. Con- and is this kid a scapegoat? Yes, he absolutely is. The whole point of filing this, the whole point of Epic going after these hackers is to turn somebody into a scapegoat. I mean, is that the whole point? They're not trying to stop hacking. They're trying to get a couple of people convicted or just turn up. They just want to turn the heat up on on a couple of people. And so that me, if I decide to go and buy hacks, my my blocker is, well, they really effed that guy up. And, you know, I I don't I don't have the money to go through that. So I'm not going to buy this cheat on, you know, cool cheats for you dot net or whatever the website is. That is the goal. The goal is not to get. You know, the goal is not to throw this kid behind bars. Obviously, they wouldn't. But the goal is not to throw this kid behind bars or throw you behind bars. Anybody that hacks in a game, that's not the goal. It's to set, set the record yeah. straight. To say, hey, stop doing this. There's ramifications. But we've seen how that works with piracy. Yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't work. Yep. So I think this is just a poor move I mean, the thing is you gotta, you've got to create alternatives. And I think a lot of this, as, as we kind of mentioned before, is you've, you've got to go at, first of all, you have to, tailor your things in a way that are going to be the least beneficial for hacking. And uh, some games have done this. Some games have put in things to make it to where hacking is not really beneficial. Like um, sometimes it's like a progression system of some type, having it to where uh, new accounts don't have the ability to have, even, even if they're hacking, be strong enough to really make a big difference. Right. Versus, um, I mean, that that's the biggest thing. I lo- you look at this where we have PUBG, we have H1Z1, and you can turn around and with a, with a hack, instantly get four, what, people get 40-something kills in a game. Yeah. And there's how can they stop that? I mean, there's no way through progression in a game like that that they can do that because those hacks are instant. The progression is quick in those games. Uh, and I don't know how with with a game like Fortnite that they're going to turn around and unless you have tiers inside of the game of players, you know, have progression over time to where like you get rank, kind of ranked in the game and new characters, fresh characters uh, don't have the ability to really affect the people or at the higher tiers uh, or they can't even get in. And that way, if you're doing regular bands, like those hackers will always be fresh. There'll always be lower accounts. And so only the lower accounts will be the ones that you have to kind of grind through. And I will make sense. It does. And and to clarify this, because PH does make a good point. Th- th- they're not actually suing him for cheating. They're suing him over the DMCA takedown claim, um, which which is which is a good point to note. But just for example, I just went to, to Bing and searched video game cheating and went to news. And these are some of the headlines. And this is why Epic should have dropped this. A 14 year old is being sued for cheating in a video game and his mom isn't having any of it. Epic Games is suing a child for cheating at its game. 14-year-old video game cheater sued. Mom says he's a scapegoat. Epic Games suing 14-year-old boy for cheating in Fortnite. Epic Games is suing a child for cheating at its game. Epic developer, Ep- uh, game developer Epic sues 14-year-old for cheating in Fortnite Battle Royale. That's the headline. doesn't matter if it's accurate or inaccurate. That's the public perception. Yep. And this is why this is just terrible, terrible, terrible optics. For, for Epic and for Fortnite. There's not not what you want. Not just not yeah. worth I not mean, worth it. I understand what I understand what they're doing. As and do it, I. It's it, it's kind of annoying that this this kid is do 
counterclaiming it. Yeah, because he's an idiot. Um, yeah, I mean, I, so at that point, I mean, I'm okay with them going through and like making an example of him just saying, all right, you're going to be stupid. We'll, we'll teach you a life lesson right now, or at least because obviously his parents have something to do with this as well. And I think it's more, it's going to be teaching the parents a life lesson, but it's bad for this case. It's bad for Epic's persona or perception because people, as you said, view this as, oh, they're just going after a kid. Well, no, actually the parents are probably pushing this and the parents are being idiots saying, doing a, you don't tell me what to do with my kid type of situation is what I'm guessing is probably in the behind this. The whole um, situation is just so, not. I don't think anyone's going to win out of it. There's no win. <laughs> no, it's not a win-win. It's a lose-lose. Exactly, and I think that's that's the thing here. Is anything? And to be honest with you, nothing is most likely going to come of this. Um, no, I mean realistically. Now, you, who knows? I, I may have to eat those words. But I mean, Epic probably has a case. Epic has a case here, and so Epic will will win in court. But we'll see. I mean, they're how far are they going to push? They're going to win though? in court. Yeah, but but the thing is, they have money, and this kid, if they go to court, they're going to be ending up paying legal fees, and that'll be the example to the parents. I mean, whether or not they get the court may give say, all right, we're charging you a dollar, but the thing is, the legal fees. Yes. Um, if they if they push up the legal fees, that'll be the real, the amount of money that's going into this. Even if even if the court says, all right, you're fine as a dollar. Yeah, it'll it'll be interesting. I would. I've seen enough of these where big company tries to go after, you know, little individual for things that thousands of people are doing. Typically nothing comes of them. That again, broad generalization, this may be different, but typically that's what the end result is 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 nothing. So, yeah. um we'll, you know, we'll continue to follow this, but it's just not just not good optics. There's just you, you know, you've got yeah. a you've got a very good um uh, I haven't played, so maybe I'm not. But you've got a, a popular game. People are love. People enjoy playing it. I see people on PS4 playing it. People on PC playing it. Prop. It's just probably not the best idea to you know to sue a 14 year old kid. Cheating, not cheating. DMC takedown. Yeah. Just not not a good optic. You know, you don't want all the. You don't want headlines on Mashable saying that Epic Games is suing a 14 year old. That's not. I mean, that's just not. It's not what you want. Yeah, there's yeah. yeah, and and I understand wanting to you know make the point, but yeah, there there comes a there there comes a point where it's just not worth it, and it seems like it's at that point because again, the headline is the most powerful thing. Nobody's gonna read the article. Nobody. That's just not. That's how the internet is. Nobody reads the article. They scroll by. They see the headline. Yeah. And as Grizzly Bear is saying, unfortunately, it's the court of public opinion is what matters. Yes, you are absolutely right. That is exactly how. It yeah, works. in court. In court, in court, I think they're right. Yes, they and absolutely are right. Legally, I, I think I think they're right, and I think that they should. I think they should do this, but they shouldn't do it. <laughs> yes, I mean, in 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 all all reasoning, like it, it makes sense that they're doing it. But it, it, is he worth their their public perception? And and it may be. I mean, they may not care. I mean, the thing is, is Epic makes their money in other ways with people that aren't going to really care about this. Um, you know, as I said, I've said before, I think that a lot of what they're doing with these game is just coming up with, with improvements for their engine. They're learning about their engine. They're learning how they need to improve their engine. Um, I don't think they really care. Uh, they haven't been charging for Fortnite. I don't think they care a huge amount about whether or not, you know, a thousand people quit playing because they saw this article. 
And probably in the long run, it won't make any difference. No, probably not. But so uh, there's just, and and, and I'm glad. I mean, it, 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 the thing is, PH kind of brings up: it, can they turn this around into a PR positive, saying, you know what, we're we are strong on hackers, and we're even willing to shut down stupid kids that come and shoot <clears> you on the internet. I mean, if they could put a twist on it and kind of make it be like, yeah, I hate those stupid kids. You know, that that scream in the mic and and have hackers that that are hacking around it. Can if, they? If they could twist it in that way. Can they? Probably. Um, <clears throat> but the question is, you know, you've got a Probably new, won't. you've got a new, you've got a, you've got a popular game that people are really enjoying playing. You know why? Why? What? What? what you know, how much is there really to gain? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. So I guess we'll leave it at that. Um, if you've got an opinion, obviously we've got some people in, in chat um, giving their opinions. If you want to tweet us, uh, it's at InfectionCast. If you have if you have your opinion now, we had a couple of people tweet us last week about the gambling thing. So, I, I mean, everybody's got an opinion. If you want to, you know, get yours out there, uh, shoot us a tweet, Brian, and I'll read it. And, um, <clears throat> uh, you know, we'll read it on the show. So or, you can or change whatever. your mind. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, we can, we can talk about that. So, Fortnite, um, kind of in some murky water, I guess would be the be the best way to put it. I mean, people are playing it, and it's it's all in their own little ecosystem, so it's hard to know how many people are actually playing it. So we don't have Steam charts. No, to sit there and say, all right, well, this look at this, you know, public perception is affecting the numbers like this. It's all up to what uh, Epic feels like releasing. Uh, I think there's still plenty of people playing it, um, and if anything. Uh, you know, maybe if I were a parent and I was like, oh, this 14 year old kid's getting sued. All right. Don't play that game. Exactly. That's you know the saying? goal. It, it is. It, and that's fine with me. I mean, if that ends up to where there's less 14 year olds playing the game, which they're not supposed to be playing it anyways, it's a game about shooting people. And I know that doesn't really matter nowadays. No. Uh, but, you know, I mean, maybe it'll make some parents just say, all right, you know, play a different game. Yeah, there you go. Go play. And I think go we'll play be PUBG. better off in the long run. <laughs> yeah. Or Call of Duty, or <laughs> some other game where you kill people. Um, and scream into the mic. Yeah, exactly. Scream to the mic or listen to. Never mind. Um, all right. So obviously that's Fortnite, and that doesn't segue necessarily. But we talk about some PUBG. We've got a test server update for PC. This is uh, PC version 1.0 that's on the test server. But this is update number three. This is the third revision of the update that they've done. They go through their times and their yes. dates. Um, they're they're r- running through some of them run through December. Well, they run through December first, so they've started either yet today or yesterday. Uh, there's a link in the show notes: infectionpodcast.com. You've got to convert for your time zone. Um, but these yeah. are pretty much run through December first. So if you want to jump on the test server, this is your time to. Do it. I know the last time we mentioned it, it was it's already. Going, it's going through at least the first. I mean, it's, it's on right now. Yeah, well, because last time it was uh, like right. It was just ending. I think it was very or very close to ending. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, uh, so they had one that went through the twenty fourth um, that finished, and then this one, and now they're having one that started yesterday, and it's going through the first. Yes. Um, so, so, and this is going to be solo and squads, first person, third person for the test for North America, um, Europe, and Asia. Yeah, and there's so. pretty much one big bug fix that they did on here, which is which is pretty significant. Fixed an issue. Of the boost icon not showing of the health bar when you used a boost item, obviously not having that indicator pop up could be a big deal. Now the kill cam, we've talked about this. 
Um, but it's it's they've got it in there now, and they're telling players now to please enable the kill cam and the options before you enter a match. So before you enter a match, enable the kill cam. And with the kill cam, they fixed um, some stuff there. Fourteen year old gamer uh, was going to buy Fortnite cheats with this money, but you guys uh, you guys have done 150 episodes and wanted to say thanks. Uh, so, so thank you for that. <laughs> um, if you could pull up that a full thing and read that, Brian, after that, that would be great. Um, so for, for the kill cam, fix some of the crashes related to the kill cam function. Fix the client freezing issues after some uh, recorded, uh, recording the kill cam. Fix the issue of weapon images overlapping in the inventory slot. And fix the delay on the weapon sound swapping animation when watching a kill cam. So that's some of the kill cam fixes on that. Um, the sound improved the red zone bomb sound effects and modified the volume of the explosions. Those explosions were very loud. Um, so hopefully they've turned those yep. down just a little bit. Um, so hopefully that's good there. Uh, a couple of UI things. They changed the font for the game HUD inventory items and names. Improved the design of the compass. Improved the back uh, panel colors and transparency for all game HUD elements. A whole bunch of other stuff with colors. They applied a, a blur effect to the background of the game's result screen. Um, changed the death icon of the kill lo- uh, log into a skull-shaped icon. And then they go through with their previous patch, which I believe we've already covered. Um, yeah. But I don't remember seeing this hit hit damage um, chart here. So I'll just go through this quickly. It shows the hit damage area. Um, you know, where, where this is something they adjusted. Remember they adjusted the neck and everything. I don't right? remember looking at this um, graph though. I wonder if this is new. No. So this is the first time we've seen the graph. Okay. Uh, they, they described it. They said as the closer that you get to the body, uh, so the, the, the chest, the more damage. Um, so at the feet, you have 30%, the hands, you have 30%. And then as you go up the legs, it's 50% up to all the way up to the hips. Um, and then your forearms is 50%. Your upper arm is sixty percent, and then once you get into your shoulders, down in you know even in your chest, it's one hundred and ten percent. So the peak, the best place to shoot is actually around the heart area, which you, it's kind of surprising. the The head is actually less damaged than shooting the heart. Isn't that crazy? So, yeah. So, um, so I mean, maybe that'll encourage people to you know it doesn't have to be one hundred percent of a headshot anymore. Um, but if you can get just a nice center of the body shot, uh, you're good. So the neck is 75%. And, uh, so the head is 100%, shoulders, hundred percent. The stomach is hundred percent. The, uh, right around like the area between your groin and your stomach, there's just a band there. That's 90%. So I don't know why. I think that's probably where you have a belt. So much- you'd have a, that's where you'd probably have a belt. Oops, excuse me. Uh, that's oh, probably yeah, where you have kind a- of covering where the belt is. Yeah, I mean, every once in a while I got a good idea. Yeah, it's, it looks, it, it's, I mean, it's right above your, your, your hips. So that's where you, if you were wearing that fanny pack thing that you pick up, that's where that would be, which is very yeah. cool that they do that, by the way. I don't, I don't believe I've seen that. Yeah. I don't believe I've seen that. No. And, and that's, a, and that's the thing is, is with this, uh, it's, it's really difficult to go in and say, all right, let's do all these modifiers based on what they're wearing in certain parts of the body. Um, and so this, I think is just kind of covering that, that, you know, someone's always going to be wearing that. So just make the stat always that do less checks on the server side. So, so yeah, I, I don't, I don't think, I, I don't see anywhere else on the body that I feel like is doing that, but yeah, that's, that does make sense for the, who knows? I just, it's a guess, area. but it's about the only logical explanation. Um, 
or the fact that there's really so now, nothing there in your body. But they actually go through and they show for each individual weapon. So each individual weapon has a different effect on different parts of the body. Correct. It's so kind of hard to based see. on. Okay, so it sounds like sounds like there's multiple calculations going in here. So this calculation is going to be based on per gun. So it's the amount of damage that that gun gun is doing in general to that area. Um, then I think that there's then probably a, a division happening based on the area that it hits, so like the head, the chest. That's being subtracted from this amount, right? Uh, so that if you get a headshot, it's still going to be more powerful than a chest shot because all the weapons do more damage to the head. So if you get a headshot with a melee, like a punch, that's 150% damage. A pistol's 200% damage. Uh, a shotgun's 150% damage. So shooting somebody in the head with a pistol is actually more effective than shooting them anywhere with a shotgun at all. Um, submachine guns are 150% damage. Uh, rifles are 230% damage. Marksman rifles are 230% damage. Sniper rifles are 250% damage to the head. Um, chest is always 100%. Now, what's kind of odd is the legs on a submachine gun is 120%, which I don't understand exactly why the legs are more powerful than a chest shot with a submachine gun. Your guess is as good as mine. Um, same thing with the uh, punching. If you can punch with with uh, on, at the legs, it's actually stronger than punching the chest. Um, pistols are just 100% for both the legs and the chest. Shotguns, 75% on the legs. So rifles and machine guns are 90% on the legs. The marksman rifles are 95% on the legs. And same thing with the sniper rifles, 95% on the legs. So, yeah, kind of an interesting diagram. I'm not sure what, I don't understand the logic of 100% of that. Like, I don't get why some of those things make sense. Maybe they just found with the test bullet patterns, um, the number of bullets that are being flown out. Like, uh, I, well, I don't know if the shotgun, how much of that is per pellet? Like, are they doing a certain number of pellets with a shotgun? So... All, no, maybe there's a wider stance with the legs. All I know is that from day one, they have collected mass amounts of information on the game. I remember very, very early on in w with this game, they talked about collecting, so literally collecting everything that happens Lots in the game. Statistics, yeah. So, and fortunately for them, it allows them to craft charts like this and not just pull numbers out of thin air because they can actually look at yeah. where people, they can actually look at how people are getting killed, where they're getting killed. They can look at all that information and say, okay, this is they might how the submachine guns very rarely hit the feet. There you and go. So, and so they're like, well, let's make it a little more chance that, you know, that's kind of even throughout the whole body that we're getting hit. I mean, there's a million, things. Uh, probably a much less chance that you're getting hit with the head with a submachine gun. So like, let's raise the chance that you'll die if you get hit in the head, if they get a lucky shot. But So, you know, that's kind of my, they know what they're doing with this. These, this isn't, and I'll say, I'll, I'll just say, this isn't a daybreak decision where they just, you know, some, some jackass on Reddit has an idea and they implement it into the game. I mean, this is clear. This is backed like up CB by CB radios. Yeah, yeah, exactly. CB radios. Um, Sorry, <laughs> but I mean, seriously, this has got this is backed up by statistics, numbers, something. This is backed up by, I can imagine, terabytes of of yep. of user data where people were killed, how you know all of that information. So, 
again, they'll, they'll tweak it. Nothing is set in stone. This, you know, have this. May I suck. like that they have the separate areas. It shows that they're doing something collision checks yeah. on all these different parts of the body. And it's just not one big blob. It's not one For big. Sure. All right. You shot him somewhere. Okay. Here's 150% damage. Um, they're actually breaking up all those detection boxes of, you know, where is it hitting on the body and giving it the right amount of damages. So I think this is a first, a good first step that allows them to go in there and tweak a whole bunch. So I, I think it's, and I like what I'm seeing there of how they broke it up. Um, and they can, as you said, just tweak the numbers over time. If they find that it's too highly of a ch high of a chance that someone gets killed by, you know, certain types of shots, they can just lower that section and there won't be an issue. Yes. Um, one thing they, they did is a change in here. They said that they're changing the healing period for the bandages from 8.5 seconds to 4.5 seconds. So they're cutting that down a whole four seconds for, uh, for, he, um, placing a bandage on yourself and healing. That's legit. So that's, so that's the, I mean, that's the amount of time that it ticks up. So, um, you're going to, when you do the bandage, it's not going to be such a slow tick up in the health, health rate. Uh, you'll get pretty quickly. You're going to get your, your, that amount of health back. So then you can then put on another one and keep raising it up over time, which I think, you know, it was pretty long. Uh, people got used to playing that way, but I, I think we'll be good with having it be a shorter time. Uh, but as I said, the, the same amount of health is being restored. So it's just happening faster. Uh, also, it says players can now parachute and land on certain areas that were not previously accessible. So this is including the outskirts of the island. Um, they said adding markings for zeroing distances on 15x scope reticle texture. Adding a new 4x reticle for the uh, 7.62 millimeter weapons adding new 4X reticle for sniper and SMG weapons, added blur effect on the outside of scopes. Bullets can now penetrate water based on the velocity of projectile. The faster the velocity, more shallow the penetration. Um, they lowered camera position when proning in third person. Decreased firing rate of the SKS and Mini-14. Increased the sprinting speed while holding DMR in hands, now as fast as assault rifles. They decreased the recoil for the MK-14. And then the 8X and 15X scopes cannot be attached to an M16 now. So you cannot put those on an M16, which uh, be interesting. I, I never tried to put a 15X on there, but uh, I, I think with the kind of the changes to the bullet system, it doesn't really make sense anymore anyways. Having the bullet drop and everything, trying to do 8X with a M16, it doesn't have the, no. the distance that the, the other ones did. So... And then they added two new weapons. Uh, well, it's in this is in the test, but um, so they're going to be adding two new weapons to live pretty soon. And this is the first one is the DP twenty eight. It has a forty seven round pan that you can place on top. And Super it uses cool. Seven sixty two ammo. Very yeah, cool. Looks really good. It can use a sights and a forex um, on that weapon. And it has a low firing rate, but a long effective firing range with high damage. So it shoots far, uh, doesn't shoot very fast, and it does a high amount of damage. And then they added the AUG A3. And this gets, uh, you can get this through a care package. So these are the airdrops. It's a variant of the Bullpup assault rifle and uses 5.56 ammo. And it has a 30 round magazine, uh, a standard, and 40 rounds with an extended mag. It has a high muzzle velocity, high rate of fire, and 
low vertical recoil. So uh, they said that the Car 98 is no longer going to be included in the car care packages. The world spawn rate for the Car 98 will remain the same. And you see those around the world anyways. Yeah. So they're putting this in there. Um, this will be kind of the one of the more rare weapons in there. And the Car 98 will just be the ones that you find around the world. So uh, the DP-28 uh, and the AUG, which the AUG is a very popular kind of video game gun. It was, it's was it been in a couple of Call of Duties. Um, it's a it's a popular name for for a gun in a video game. Yep. Um, now, one thing they, they've done is they're also working to improve the in-game HUD. And there's two screenshots here. I don't know if you have a way of yep. easily seeing. Is it very big? Eas easily, no. But, I mean, <laughs> that's, it's kind of a okay. small image. Um, so on the left is the, uh, the old one. And they're just kind of cleaning it up, condensing some of the information uh, as far as the kills. How many people are left alive on the upper right? It shows your team now in the lower left with some color variations kind of gonna help you to, to see who's who um, quickly with the dots um, on the uh, on the upper part of the HUD. They have where your compass uh, heading is. Uh, also shows you where the markers are. And then on the mini map, it seems like it, it's not in the same place. So it's kind of hard to say, but they did change the little icons that that shows players from what i can tell um it looks like there's just different little icons for markers versus people and it has a number next to the person as well now so like if you're player number one you'll have a yellow icon it'll have a number one it'll be a little yellow circle um on there so it we'll have to play and see how it looks and there's something above that and i think that's the zone because uh, that's what it was in the old one it shows the the zone progression just above it, it's blue. That's very similar to how it was before. So this is the new and UI. The bottom, you can see. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, and if you look at the bottom, they're actually showing like what a quick thing to show you what armor you have. So yeah. do you have a helmet? Do you have uh, body armor? Uh, do you have med kits? Things like that. So little indicators. So there's the new UI. You can see it's it's cleaner. It's more modern. They've changed the font. It's a little more blocky. It stands out on a what on a on a background now it, it's just it's a little everything's a little bit bolder um so you can you can see that that is the new one and then over on this side is the old um kind of what you would expect from an alpha game ui i mean you can even see that 30 that yep. is above the gun showing how much very ammo functional. you have it's very functional but if you were to look up into the sky that 30 would be probably very hard to to, to read um, yeah. In comparison they, they didn't to this, put in kind of a transparency behind yeah, it. Yeah, there's a little gray box so. behind it now. So this, this is, you know, Brian. This is very, very similar to what we saw with Arc. Arc spent a lot of time going through, probably the last six months before release, doing stuff like this that we're seeing in PUBG, updating the font, making the volume a little bit lower on the um, on the red zone explosions. It's crazy yep. to say because this game has been out literally less than a year, but they're, I mean, we're talking about Endgame already. Like, th this game's going to yep. be released. This game is, there's a good chance this game will be full version 1.0 release before. By the end of the year. Before, by the end of the year, before, definitely before March. I mean, I don't see any reason why this, why yep. it will not be full release version by March 13th or whatever date, date it came out. So, it's just, they're already at yep. the end end game cleanup point which is just well they're doing the the okay we saw with arc they were doing all those adjustments to the sounds i mean that yeah. was one of the last things and, and if you look in this patch 
whole bunch. And what they're doing a lot on the test server right now is they change the lobby music that's that's at the beginning. Um, they improve the vehicle sounds, which we showed like a week or two ago. Um, they added sounds that will be played around the edge of the blue zone. They added three different sound effects for the red zone, sound of bombs being released, sound of bombs falling, sound of bombs exploding, added sounds when character jumps into the water, and the sounds different based on speeds. So, I mean, they're going through and doing that kind of tweaking part of the game that we saw at the very end of ARC. Yeah. So uh, they're definitely treating this like we're getting to that point of the development. Which is very cool. Which is very cool to see. Yeah. So, um, so, so I think that'll be yeah pretty soon, and uh, it's nice they got that UI point. And the the game, I mean, it's a good game. So oh, it is. It's it's a great um, game. Now, and I'm I'm hoping that that mods like they'll open up to where this is the platform that they kind of talked about it being, and we start seeing some really cool things coming from it once they release the kind of the developer tools to allow people to go in like they did were able to with Arc. And just make really cool things. Now we do. There is another story uh, surrounding PUBG, but before we get into that, Brian, can we announce our our first game giveaway here? As we're about at our about at an hour mark into the yes. program this evening. All right, let me uh, open up the raffle. So this will be a thirty points raffle. It'll be exclamation point giveaway, uh, thirty points. And let me uh, pull up the. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to catch you off guard. Um, I just thought this. Was no, good. I've got, I've got it. We'll be, uh, we'll be good to go. Um, I just don't have the links for it. Um, so what I'm going to be doing for this one is giving away a copy of the Bard's Tale. Um, and this is a game that is a classic game that they remastered. And I'm really a fan of the remasters because it used to be that they put a lot more time into games. <laughs> uh making the games i get a lot more thought into it uh you see a lot of games it seems like nowadays games just are constantly coming out right yeah uh, and and now um or back then like they would spend six months to a year easily minimum on a game you know possibly longer and so this is one of those games there's there's really good writing for it uh, it's a really entertaining story and um and this game right now is $10, but it's been out since 2005. But this is the remastered and re-snarkled version, they say. Uh, but it's got, it's just, it's all voice acted. It's really funny. Um, it's got a, a nice story that you go along. And so it's it's a lot of fun. And maybe you played the original one back in the day. Um, it'd be fun to go through and play it with the upgraded graphics and all the voice acting. Um, if not, then uh, it'd still be a fun game to play. For a person who's never seen the Bard's Tale series. Now, JD has got the most important question. He says, does the remaster have loot crates? Sorry, no loot crates <sighs> in the Bard's Tale. Not interesting. Everything is uh, <laughs> paid for. Oh, I mean, that's just, that's atrocious that they would develop a full game yep. and you have all of the features when you buy. I mean, that is just, that is atrocious. I, I can't believe it. Unreal. <laughs> I know who. Who would want to play a game like that? <laughs> yeah, who wouldn't want to constantly yeah, just be... Have to, have to earn everything in game. I yeah. mean, it's just horrible. Who wouldn't want to be putting my debit card into the CD slot on my PS4 to play a game? I mean, it's just, it's just the worst. It's the worst having to pay. Yeah, what, okay, so at what point do you think for security <laughs> they'll be having to where you can just put the debit card in front of your... No. your like, you'll put it in the front of the PS4. You, my friend, transaction. you, my friend, will be in a very bad spot because you have zero self-control when it comes to purchasing 
add-ons. If you could yeah, swipe like, if, the debit, if you put your card in right now, if you just put it in right now, you'll get this, and you'll, you'll get this. You we'll have throw in this as well. You have zero self-control when it comes to that. That will be very bad for somebody like you. You will not I have, have a any funny money story. You'll be someday. living Maybe on the I'll street. I'll tell you at PAX. If we're all hanging out talking at PAX, I have a funny story I'll tell you. I'm not going to tell it here. Pat, Brian, PAX is literally 10 months from now. You think I'm going to uh, be like... I know. You got to remember. But I have, I have a really funny story. We'll be, we'll be sitting around. But, uh, we'll ha be having some drinks. It'll be great. It, it, yeah. So we'll, we'll go through and I'll tell you... Lance, I'll tell write you this down. Story. I know you're watching, Lance. Funny story, PAX. We need to be having some drinks, though. If you remember, if you remember, and I'll remember, remember what story I'm talking about. <laughs> I will tell it to you. Brian, you remember episode 150 of Infection when you said you were going to tell me a story? Yeah, okay. Um, yes. <laughs> Just remember, it's it's no self-control story. <laughs> oh, my God. I am. I mean, I'm ready to wrap up the show right now. Um, <laughs> oh, I love it's, you, it's, Brian. It's fine. <laughs> okay, so moving on to actual topics of the of the program here. Yeah. More In more Battlegrounds news, this <laughs> this is a this is a very interesting story for out of battlegrounds and it is the right way to deal with the problem that we have been talking about which is as Brian coined it 3 weeks ago the asian invasion <laughs> into our the, the north american servers on fortnite pubg h1z1 whatever call whatever of duty it may be. did it call I mean, of duty yeah they pulled it off and it, we don't have these issues like it's just you now, don't even notice it. For people that don't know how Call of Duty deals with it, they release a Call of Duty every you know, every twelve months in the States and it comes out um you know, it comes out in November of every year and that's pretty much out in North America, you know, parts of Europe, I believe it's out in Australia. It, it, it's it's pretty much a world release except for parts yeah. of China. Actually, I think almost all of China, where they where they have a game that is called Call of Duty, that is they just it, they just keep it alive. It's it's a region specific game. If you look up Call of Duty China, you'll just see the box art for some game that has a Call of Duty player, and it's just the game that they manage and maintain in China under the rules of. By the way, China yeah, is a Call of Duty online. Call of Duty online. China is a communist country, meaning that they control everything that everybody does and sees. So they have their very strict guidelines on, on blood and, and gore. Very, very strict. So Activision Blizzard deals with it the right way. They release their own spe special separate game for that region. And it works great because I don't know it exists. And the people in that region yeah. love to play a, the game. I put a screenshot up there if you want to see kind of what it looks like. I and mean, this is probably an old one. Um, Not from Charlie. I Intel. don't know. Yeah. Well, this is this is actually a map on. This is a map uh, from two Call of Duties ago. They did a remaster. This is a Call of Duty Four map. Um, but but I mean, you can see what it is. It's just a region specific game, and there's no overlap. There's no crossplay. It's a, it's literally its own thing. And in my opinion. Being somebody that has played Call of Duties now for for years, that is the right way to do it because it doesn't affect anything that I do. PUBG is doing the same thing. They are partnering up with uh, Tencent, which is a very big Chinese publishing group. Uh, I guess they're is a publisher or game developing group. I'm not really sure. They, they may be both. Um, but essentially, they're bringing a localized version of PUBG to China, and with that, they're going to be bringing a, the, a PC version to China that's going to 
probably remove most of the blood and 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 you'll make clean it up. It's going to be there won't be any cop yeah. cars. We saw that with H one Z one. They're going to clean up the game, but with that, they're also going to be adding a mobile version. Which you would think, why would you want to play this on mobile? For anybody that has um, listened to the Crummy Show before, Jake has done a whole bunch of research on. No, not research. He just he's very in tune with how gaming goes on in parts of Asia. That would be Japan and China, and a lot of it is done on, on mobile phones. That's why the Nintendo 3DS, while not very big in the United States, is sells like hotcakes in Japan and China because everybody's constantly on the move and they want to be able to play games while they're while they're moving. When in in America, home consoles are the big thing. People want to get home from work, yeah. sit down on the couch and play games. And relax. They, don't, they don't do that in in Japan and China. They want to play on the go. So, with this now, they're going to have essentially a PC port of the game for people that play at home and a mobile version of the game, which is going to be super cool. Um, localized only. I mean, I don't know how you're going to play PUBG on the phone. <laughs> I mean, it just—I mean, let's be let's be realistic. It's going to be it. simplified. Uh, you think? Incredibly <laughs> simplified. I mean, like 2D stick figues running around. Um, well, uh, uh, thanks, Langon. Uh, that's his uh, part of the server donation, which uh, obviously, uh, Brian, we'll get an update on Brian after this topic on that. But um, yes. this is, this is like, I mean, you're talking about an incredibly complex, very specific play style in a game, Battlegrounds. How exactly do you take that and port it to this? <laughs> with, by the way, I mean, that, with that, your thumbs being okay, on. So, so here's an example. Okay, let me give you an example of of a company that was able to do something that maybe you you would think, oh, that doesn't make sense. Okay. Um, there's I talk about you've heard me talk about Vainglory, which is a MOBA, um, and they're actually releasing here in the next couple of weeks. It's going. They're, they're doing um, private tests of it right now, but they're doing a full MOBA now on mobile that is just as capable um, as as League of Legends and things like that. Yeah, but um, it has the full amount of lanes. Um, it has characters that have all those abilities, uh, very versatile. And so they were able to take that and they just made it as an incredibly streamlined experience where a lot of games really fail at it. Um, they made it to where you actually felt the same, like you had the same amount of versatility with the character on mobile. There's very good controls, um, the graphics. They, I think they start a little bit more simplified and then they kind of make it more complex over time. Um, then with this, I think they're going to start really, really simple and then bring in the extra complexity over time. Um, but I, I think they can get something close because if you think, Man, I don't know if they're gonna like even doing to where the movement of the, you know, you could have it to where maybe the movement actually affects it too of the of the phone, you know, for aiming to get a little tweak on aiming. I mean, you could do some things to make it because that's the big thing is sniper rifles. It's a really a pain. That, well, that, that's my point. Let me give you my let, let me give you my opinion. This is a Nintendo 3ds XL. This is the largest. Yeah. This is the largest 3ds that they sell. Playing any game that requires precision on this is an unbelievable pain in the ass i mean it, the controls are garbage for precision it's just not good that's why you're not playing call of duty on the 3ds because it sucks there's no precision 
And if I can't per get precision on this dual screen thing with a joystick and a D-pad and a couple buttons and some triggers, I just can't for the life of me imagine how exactly I'm going to snipe somebody from 25 meters away on my phone screen while I'm riding on a, uh, on a train going to work in China. I, I just, I don't see, I don't see how this is possible. I really, honest to God, don't see how it's possible. It won't be the same game. It can't be. You're talking about a MOBA. Well, MOBAs are essentially point and clicks. You click what you click, what yes. you're attacking a tower or a person. I'm not, obviously league is a very serious thing and it's, it's incredibly complex, but the gameplay itself requires you tapping where you want to go. I can see that being ported in some respect. How can you, I don't even see this yeah. game working with a controller. I mean, how is it going to work I with think the they're touch gonna have to bring. I think they're going to have to bring in, like what I was saying, uh, having maybe the movement help you, like having you move the actual phone. Like they've got to bring in some other ways to make you feel like you're controlling the character because using just thumbsticks is not going to be enough. Like you're not going to be able to get that feeling and you don't want to zoom in and out with your fingers. Like or they're <sighs> going to have maybe a thing that just jumps between scope levels. Like it's going to be tough. It'd be interesting to see how they pulled off. I um, um, it may be a really really simple version. I would love to play this. Uh, it's going to be region locked. Um, I may buy a really cheap Chinese Android phone and see if I can't get this loaded. I would love to try this out more than you can imagine yeah. because I, I just I I, I I'm I'm at a loss of words. I literally have nothing to say. I don't see. How you can take PUBG and put it on a phone screen? You can't even put it on a 3DS. I mean, what about the map? How are you going to open the map and the the, the HUD, it's the be UI? Small too. <laughs> I mean, come on! Like, we're, obviously, I'm really well. The thing is, the, the the world has to be super simplified because your phone can't handle rendering no. all these things. I mean, Christ, my GTX so, 960 or whatever I have doesn't play the game the smoothest. I can't imagine my iPhone is going to play it at 60 frames a second. So I guess there's no details. We don't have any of the information, um, but they are, they are making I mean, they're, a mobile they're, version they're of the just, game. They're playing off of the name. And so there, I mean, there's games that have big PC titles, console titles, and then they release a simplified version for the con or for the tablet, which I understand. Like, if it's like that to where it's just kind of a game based on the the feeling of, um, you know, in reference to this game, that sure. Uh, but it's not going to be PUBG in the mobile version because there's just too much. Like, don't go in with the expectations that this is going to be a shrunk down PUBG. Yeah. And, and the other thing to, to note as well is this would, I mean, this would flop like crazy in the U.S., but they're they're playing towards a market that is very very mobile heavy, very very mobile heavy. Um, yeah. So it, it it will most likely work and it will be a whopping success. But the moral of the story, ladies and gentlemen, the whole point of op the whole point of me opening this was this is how creating games for China should work. You don't cater your original game towards China because in the meantime you screw literally the rest of the world that wants to play it you need to let somebody like yeah. Tencent who is specifically works with developing games in China that is regulated by the Chinese government that is that is kosher with the Chinese government you let them deal with it 
and then you let everybody else yeah. in the world and and I and I hate to say this but you let the, the you know the normal people I'll throw the you know the people that don't have the restrictions of not being able to see blood if I want to go out and watch somebody get decapitated I can legally do that there's nothing that's going to stop me let those people yeah. do what they want let the game play out their way but the people with the extreme restrictions they've got to have a game built for them you can't change our game to cater to them it just doesn't work yeah that's why call of duty literally has its own version for china that's why now pubg is literally going cuz if they had to cater pubg the same version that brian and i play that people want to play in an internet cafe in china they would literally have to destroy the game 100% unequivocally without a doubt would have to completely destroy the game plain and simple yeah well and, and so we'll see um i but as you said i think it's a really good move great move. <laughs> i think that that we've seen with Call of Duty, it worked very well. Um, and I hopefully it'll clean up a little bit of the experience that the, the other regions have been having because uh, of that player base. So yeah. uh, if it can, they're not going to be losing out. They still have the game. Um, it's just, you know, they can play their game in their way. And that's something we've said a long time ago about H1Z1. Um, and you, you brought, you got a little bit of flack for bringing it up. But we've said we'll just you know give them some give them their own playground, <laughs> let them go play in their own. Yeah, exactly. So, all right. Uh, so let's go and do the giveaway really quick, and then then we'll move on. All right. So big Woody Sauce, congratulations, big Woody Sauce. Of course, our good friend Ross. We have one. Yes, Ross. Uh, who he, he and Nick rip it up on uh, Call of Duty. Yeah, while Brian goes. But one in 80. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite that bad yet. Um, uh, yeah, so yes. it's, it's, it's a little fun. <laughs> they, they really make it. So there, one thing is there is a, uh, the, the system for Call of Duty actually links you up with players that are your level. Yeah. And yeah, when I play with, with the, when I play with Ross and, and Nick, the problem is, is it puts me in with people that have, I don't remember the KDM or whatever, a, re, a much higher, like four times at least higher uh, like points per minute or whatever yes. than I do, which means that they're killing at a much faster rate. So I figure with them having a four times higher, if I can not die four times for every kill I get, then I'm I'm well on track. And to just add a little chair to the top of that, I'm now halfway through my second prestige. So that level of players that we're getting matched with is only going to get higher. So you really, I mean, you're really going to have to really have to step up your game. Um, but yes, uh, thank you for thank you, Ross. Congratulations and. Um, Obviously, we'll have another giveaway later on in the, the, the program here. But, Brian, pigtailing on that, uh, while we were talking about that, our good buddy Langun, who, of course, we went to, with, to PAX East with last year, uh, playing Call of Duty with him, will most likely be going to PAX West, PAX West with us, um, chipped in 50 bucks for the server donation, which obviously is now passed, yes. but he this has been saying he was going to chip in for it, and, and he has. You got an update for us, Mr. Brian Aldridge. What's going on? Yes, so the server is ready to go. I have a VM manager on it, and I have a install of Windows, Windows 10 on there, and I have a Linux server that's all ready to go. Um, Are you using nice Proxmox? Is no. Oh, okay. Um, I found one. I found. I just found an interface. Okay. For uh, I found an interface that works with uh, some of the built-in Ubuntu VMs gotcha. systems. And so it's very lightweight it, and it's not super customized. The thing I run into with with systems that are super customized like Proxmox 
is they integrate themselves so much with the operating system that then updates become a pain. Hmm. Like updates are more likely to break like gotcha. uh, current updates. And so this is something that's just based on uh, the existing default VM type of software that you can easily put into Ubuntu. And it's just an interface for managing it. So it's really lightweight. Um, the system, is, I mean, it, it, so far it seems to be working really well. I mean, 128 gigs of RAM. <laughs> yeah. It's got, uh, what, 24 threads, I think? Yes. Yeah. Two. It's got two Xeons. It's, right? it's 12 cores, but it, it, and then two threads per core. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's pretty ridiculous. Um, and it seemed to be running just fine. So that's ready to go. I'm going to be taking it down there. I got to run some network cable to the location that I'll be doing that. I'll be doing that this week. Uh, so I'll be putting it in place, running the network cable to it. And so it hopefully will be up to have us play with it and do some tests this weekend. Now, does it sound like a jet is taking off when you turn it on? It's got to be loud. Incredibly quiet. Really? Yeah, this one's wow. very quiet. That's no, no, I, I was expecting. That's why I was like, I got to put this thing out like in an area where it's not going to be heard. Dell Power Edge. Right? Um, it, yeah, it, 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 this, well, the Power Edge, this one's an HP. That's what I'm saying. The Dell Power Edge, you go watch like it, a YouTube video. It's much quieter. It yeah, the Dell Power Edge, you, hear, you just hear in the background. Oh, yeah, it literally sounds like, like I could be jet. running it in here and you probably wouldn't hear it. Yeah. Uh, you know, if I had to plug wow. it in here. And that's yeah. with both power supplies running. Oh, well, that's, that's good. Good to hear. Uh, I was a little concerned about that. So nevertheless, if you're going to, if you're around this weekend, I'm going to, I'll make sure I'm around this weekend. We're probably, we may spin up a quick Minecraft server and try to lag it out and we'll, we'll probably do some testing with it. We'll probably spawn in a, you know, a trillion things at one time and see what, um, uh, you know, how far we can push the server before we start getting issues. So if you're around this weekend, uh, of course you're in our discord, stay tuned in discord and Brian, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll post. Is that way I can on. tweak how many, cause I, I set how many processor, how much of the processor it has access to. Yeah. So I can say, all right, give it access to 12 cores, uh, or, you know, 12 threads, uh, give it access to 32 gigs of Ram. So what I've been doing is just giving it access to like 32 gigs of Ram and half the cores. Yeah. Exactly. And so we could bump that up depending on, you know, usage. Um, but we could bump that up, knock it down. We, it'd be nice to kind of play with some of the settings, have everybody go on it, see what it does. Uh, yeah. Saul says bring, run seven days to die on it. And we'll really have a test there. <laughs> yeah. That'll be good. See if we can lag out seven days to die. Um, so hopefully you're around this weekend. If so, just keep an eye on, on discord. We'll probably do some testing over the weekend that, and we'll, we'll and then coming next Tuesday show, we'll announce what kind of servers we're going to be running and all the details and stuff going forward. So Again, thanks to everybody that donated and, and made the server, uh, you know, the server fun possible. And then, if, you know, as I've been saying for a couple of weeks, we're going to be coming back at you here in just a couple months, probably two or three months, with our big trip out to Seattle for PAX. So uh, we appreciate it, and uh, you know, you guys are the reason we keep doing the program. And now we'll be able to have, we're not going to have to hamper Brian's uh, current server and affect. I have his seven stuff. days to die. Lag out my server. Yeah, lag out. Websites are all unavailable. <laughs> yeah, to die is taking. Yeah, because Saul is saving resources. Yeah, Saul has a horde going of, of zombies chasing around. It crashes the entire server. Well, what's so. funny is on Seven Days to Die, we everyone would get on at once, oh. and when you do the new spawn, everybody starts running the opposite directions. Yeah, and Seven Days to Die generates the map as you run, and so it's generating the map in like seven, eight, nine different directions all at once on the server, and just the CPU is hammered. Um, because everybody is is doing this, uh, which you know it's it's fun, but 
the the it's not exactly optimized. Now, I remember you did this last it. time. You there's a script where you logged somebody in that just drew cir- a, didn't it just draw circles kind of around to generate Yeah, the I had an offline yeah, an offline bot that would sit there and just go back and forth like it would move. <laughs> it would teleport every certain number of steps to generate the map beforehand. So that, that's how I was trying to get around it to where people wouldn't lag lag out when they're actually playing. And, and then kind of and then even when we got in there, chunk, it still put was, it over time. It still was happening. Still <laughs> would it do it? Yeah. Yeah. So um, well, so. That, let's let's talk about Seven Days to Die real quickly then, and then we can we'll jump back to some other news. Um, you've got a couple of things here from Seven Days to Die. This is a game that it, it seems like nothing goes on for months at a time. You don't hear anything, and then all of a sudden you've got you know something something new popping up. So you got a couple images here, Brian. What are yes. we looking at? All right. So first we have, they have a new uh, deer and uh, stag or a doe and a stag that they're going to be putting in. So this is just the model for the stag that you can see. Um, so this will be one of the characters to be able to hunt, get some meat from um, as a source of food in there. So that, that should be coming up in the next patch. Um, the next one after that, uh, just kind of showing, I thought it was interesting to see a model outside of the world. Um, but they have a a bus that they're adding in there as an object, just kind of broken down bus. Yeah, a prop that's going to be out there, not not a drivable bus. Uh, but I thought it was interesting just kind of see the level of detail and how they do it. Uh, it's incredibly detailed. Yeah, if you look at like the paint, they did they did a, a nice rust. Like you can see, tell there's a rust texture on the. If, if you think of how detailed the game is, I think that this is kind of the level they're going for. Yeah, I mean, this uh, is like um, on here. This is to the level of whatever that zombie game I'm playing on the PlayStation is, uh, The Last of Us. I mean, this is the yeah. kind of detail you see in a game like The Last of Us. You, the headlights are there's corrosion on the headlights, which is what you would expect because there's a separation between metal and you know typically glass or plastic. It, I mean, it's legit. Yeah. It looks good. So I th- I think that this is if you're wondering because a lot of the things you see in there are stuff that's kind of original. You know, they haven't updated it yet old graphics i think this is kind of where they're aiming for as far as as far as level quality yeah oh and that's good that's good to hear uh and then the second one there's a video and it shows they actually uh have put in motion captured animations for the characters now any time specifically you want to go to um if you want to jump around a minute and then hit play minute minute and a half probably around yeah so you can see um just hit play and you can see the character walking away walking towards you oh uh, yeah it does look much looks much you know, better it's mo-cap, much more of a yeah. snoo- smooth an actual movement of a person walking around uh if you want if you go to about a four minutes 30 seconds you can see a, a male version of the same thing that is running around yeah yeah the shoulders are actually so. your shoulders are actually being thrown back the way they actually are if you run yeah they're they're moving but they're actually moving when you run yeah. Uh, and then if you want to jump to about six six minutes, they put in uh, new animations for the bicycle that they have in there. So okay. you can look and they actually have motion capture of a person riding a bike here. And so... Oh, very cool. The legs are moving. Oh, that's awesome. That looks very, yep. very cool. That looks yeah, great. Yeah, so it actually looks correct. Uh, for how a person should be moving. Uh, and then if you go to about 10 minutes, 
Okay. Uh, now this at 10 minutes, this shows the motorcycle. So it shows somebody riding on a motorcycle, which looks like a very natural stance. Mm -hmm. Uh, so you got a much more natural look to that. Um, and then if you go to about 12 and a half, 12 minutes, 45, uh, 12 and a half minutes, 12 minutes, 45 seconds, actually it'd be probably closer. They have a concept in here for an upcoming vehicle they want to do. Um, so I guess this would be legit. good for clearing the, yeah, clearing the road of zombies. Uh, it's got a great up front for, uh, kind of like with the old cattle cars or, you know, the cattle grates that they had on trains has one of those for the front, um, huge pipes off the back or on the top of it, uh, turbocharge or it's a, uh, supercharger. <laughs> so kind of funny. Um, and we'll have a, if we'll have a video to this, uh, on the website in the show notes, if you want to check that out. And, and then finally, go ahead. I was just going to say for people, this is, this is all done. Is this done by Joel as well? Um, yeah. th these are long videos. They're 17 minutes and he actually talks through them and describes them. Um, but yeah, we just yes. kind of skip back and forth. So if you're super into seven days, I mean, you could just listen to the, one of the main developers just talking about all these different things. So highly recommend that. Yep. And what else? We right. And then if you want to jump to 14 minutes, and if you if you remember, um, pretty much the only way to drive around was on that little motorcycle that you built. Oh my! And so now they're putting in an actual drivable car. Except the head is coming through the ceiling. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I believe that's what, everything. Believe, no. Is that the head? That's what it looks like. Yeah, because the driver the driver's sitting in the middle of the car. It looks like. <laughs> that's pretty. Funny. It's still a work in progress. So <laughs> yeah, anyway, clearly. so that's the. That's the car. They'll be putting that in. So more ways to get around the map. Um, hopefully they'll optimize the it more because this will be, yeah, a much easier way to crash the server now. Yeah, I mean, you're telling all me. these people driving in vehicles. <laughs> oh, I can only imagine. Yeah, we're going to need more RAM. <laughs> that server motorcycle gonna... would alone would crash out the server. Yeah, the server and will so... combust if everybody's driving cars around. Yeah, so this will be A17. So this is Alpha 17. Um, so here, the first comment on their YouTube uh, video for this says, just a, just a suggestion, maybe optimize the game after the vehicles and new animations because it eats up all eight gigabytes of RAM, oh. all my eight gigabytes of RAM. Well, that's a lightweight. So, we, that's why we didn't go with a... Yeah, he's got, that's nothing. <laughs> that's why, Yeah, exactly. That's why we didn't go with 12 gigs of RAM for a server because we ought to be able to play games like this. So what will probably happen here, this isn't out yet, but it'll probably... Updates tend to come out sometime soon after the videos for the most part. So I'd say probably when this update comes out, we will most likely spawn up a server and try it again with these new vehicles and, and yeah, stuff we'll like load that. in so, 10 cars and have everybody drive the opposite directions. To yeah. See what well, we'll, we'll, we'll do that, but we'll probably actually start a seven day server probably with this new update. Cause this will be some cool stuff to work towards like a car and the new, in the bikes and, and stuff like that. So, um, look forward. If you're a seven days fan, look for one, probably, probably early in the new year. I would imagine when this will be yeah. out. So, that so it, just days. as a, an idea, um, they're they're doing a vehicle physics overhaul for the bicycle and motorcycle, um, and then they're doing uh, they're redoing the sleeper system okay. in this one, kind of like uh, you know how the the zombies sleep. Yep. Uh, dungeon point of interest 2.0. So they're adding a whole new set of dungeons to it. They have all those animations for the motion capture. The re overhaul they're overhauling the weapon system, overhauling the buff system. 
and overhauling the progression system in this one. So it's a big update. Yeah, so this should be should be a pretty big one. So it'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, hopefully we see it in a. But I don't know 100 of when it's coming out. Yeah, and that's and that's been the biggest issue. I mean, we've we've really enjoyed playing Seven Days to Die. Um, but I I mean my biggest gripe, obviously besides the, the game literally being one of the worst optimized games I've ever played, um, is just these updates. Just and it's a small team. It's a couple people, but these updates just take forever. I mean, I'll, I will be significantly older by the time this update comes out. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that is, and, I'm, and I'm saying it in a joking fashion, but the, the updates take like that level of detail update we were waiting for with the cities. I mean, we were talking like six months. We were talking about that coming into the game before it actually, you know, appeared. So that is definitely an issue yeah. for for a small development team with a game that is so extensive. If you've never played Seven Days to Die, it is so incredibly extensive with what is in that game. It's incredibly extensive. Yeah. And that's very hard to maintain and manage and do updates with such a small development team. So, uh, but I mean, they, they do they do a hell of a job. Yeah. Every time we've played the game, I've had an unbelievable amount of fun. I mean, we've all of us yeah. have really. And there's really a lot of stuff it. coming to this one to where I think it'll really. I like the idea of the dungeon system, kind of giving you those extra things to discover. Yeah, you know, creating because that's that's the biggest thing is what or what's one thing that's really fun about the game is kind of finding because it's randomly generated, just finding all those things. Yep, so, and uh, interesting to see. from last time, hatsforsingles.com. Yep. Check it out. <laughs> check it out. <laughs> yeah, check it out. All right, so let's go and move on. Uh, just pretty short here for Just Survive. Oh, do you want to go back to Ark? Oh, yeah. yeah I sorry. skipped over Ark because we, uh, we were talking about Seven Days. I, okay, I apologize. and this is actually going to be really short. Um, Aberration, I did put a note on here. Aberration is coming out December 12th. Oh, uh, yeah. So... So December 12th, we'll have Aberration, but uh, they did two small patches this week. So 273.86, and that was November 25th, uh, implemented more parallel rendering code, which gave about a 10% CPU performance boost on the game. Uh, and then 273.882, this was on the 26th, they fixed some rendering crashes related to specific meshes, meshes causing or caused by the new parallel rendering code, and then fixed ground clutter flickering on and off on certain maps. So that is pretty much all the arc news this week. Wow. Exciting. So I think they're all working on aberration. Is there uh, well they're behind at this point about a are they about a month behind now? Well two months. But when was this well, supposed, supposed to be in October? So they're gonna so be two months behind. It'll be a month and a half by the time by the time it comes out. I mean they were good they're gonna release at the end of October. So we're about a month. Okay. Definitely a month behind. Well, right uh, then I could see why everybody's working on it. No, nothing worse than being a month delayed. Yep. yep. So, all right. And then uh, Just Survive, they have had some information here on the G202 errors and cheating. And it says there's, yeah. and this is a note from them that they put out yesterday. This was from one of the Daybreak employees. So there's a lot going on under the hood of Just Survive. While the overwhelming overwhelming majority of players play the game fairly, I like how they put overwhelming, overwhelming majority. I don't know about that. Yeah, I'll cover the numbers yeah. for the first time. <laughs> All 60% of people playing playing uh, fairly on the game. There's a subset of, of folks uh, who seek to exploit and cheat their way to victory without any sense of dignity or morality. I like how they like try to shame them there. It's the internet. <laughs> yeah, there are multiple vector uh, vectors through which people attempt to cheat, including here. So take, if you need to write down different ways that you can cheat, write this down. Modifying the way uh, 
the game or battle eye part of our anti-cheat system communicate with the game servers yep modify the way the game client runs or the files it uses and then finding and exploiting a rule breaking bug AI um, example to duplicate items or push through collision so now the recent updates have but hold because that last one really pisses me off finding and exploiting a rule breaking bug Call of Duty has a huge bug in one of their maps right now where you can literally hop on top of an object and be invisible. That is their fault, yeah. not mine. Uh, if I, yeah. That is not me. Expl I hate when developers do this. They do this crap all the time. You're incompetent at your job and you've left an exploit that me as a fair playing user can take advantage of. Finding and exploiting a well, rule-breaking bug. Fix your, they, throw fix this your crap. In, they throw this in there so that they can then say, you're in trouble for playing a buggy game i mean it's pretty much what it ends up being uh you know because if i can jump on top of a place that no one else can then i can shoot people like you're saying with call of duty uh you know well that's a sniper point that's a sniper's nest for me yeah um, I, you know it's i know it's really unfair to have a sniper's nest when you're when you're not the sniper but uh you know i, I think that on this if there's something that's a rule breaking bug fix the bug um don't ban people for, no, for doing i just I, i've I hate when developers like, oh, we left a bug in the game and you've decided to use it. Like, well, I'm sorry. Why would you <laughs> fix your garbage? Pro and this isn't just H1Z1. This is in general. F you know, fix your, fix your yeah. crap before you come at me like, oh, I'm the bad guy. And I know the argument, but, oh, well, if the door's unlocked, you just go in and steal stuff from somebody's house. It's not the same. <laughs> it's just, it's not the same example. So, yeah. I, I just I hate I hate when developers throw this and they always do this. Oh, you're using a game. So well, okay, here here's an example that's closer. So let's say that you buy you buy a security system, and then you figure out a way on that security system to where you don't have to pay the twenty dollars a month to dial back to the to the place that you know that that's hardwired to do. Yeah, and you go ADT. in and you you modify it and you have it go to a cheaper company. Well, people could consider that a break of terms of service. Well, it like, would be. Well, I bought the hardware. Yeah, but you're talking about you know different like, now. now we're talking about terms of service, which is which is different. Well, that but that but that's how they're they're getting you on this. They're they're getting you with those rule breaking bugs because it's in the terms of service. Oh yeah, that you can't use an X. That's why they're banning people for it. Yeah. Yes. And so that's what I'm saying is is at what point if I own something I can play it however it's written. I, I can play it how it's made. I'm not modifying anything. Yeah, well, that's like they're that's saying what with the first two. Yeah, you're playing it how they made it, and if they don't like how they made it, fix it. then fix that. Yes, change it. I'm going to play it exactly how it's made. And the same thing is you're spot if, on. if I if I have a system to where I own it. Now with a security system, even if I went through and modified it, I should have the right to do that. I own it. With this, I understand it's an online service. Well, if I'm still fitting it within that online service where I'm not affecting how it, you know, not changing how it runs to, to make it do what I want. I'm just playing the game how it is. You are you're, so, you're right on. All right. Um, so in here, they say the recent updates have included significant improvements to our detection features across all of the above. Um, I don't know how it, so they're detecting people exploiting now more, it sounds like um, we've shut down a significant number of cheats and exploits over the past few weeks. Um, one of the most powerful weapons in the anti-cheat arsenal is still relatively new and we're working out the kinks. 
This is why we have seen two batches of erroneous G202 uh, errors. We fixed the first time around. We fixed it the first time around, but are investigating the second issue still to be de uh, determined why things went haywire. So um, they said a fix for this has just been pushed out a few moments ago, and this was yesterday. So if you receive an error, um, this G202 arrow erroneously, there's no need to plead your innocence. The air will clear up with time and you'll be able to get back in. So it was banning people um, saying, you know, they were cheating when they were, they were not. So uh, it says, however, there are a number of folks this weekend who thought they had found a great new cheat method that was undetected. They are wrong. And a large wave uh, band wave is incoming. Good. So let see. That's the way to do it. Yeah. Leave a hole, leave a hole. And when people go in that hole, yes. say you're honey a cheater. And it's very simple. Yep. Honeypots. That's, that's exactly what a honeypot is. I love I just, it. I mean, that's the thing is if they, if they see that there's something that can be exploited, let that happen for a period of time. Measure all the people that are doing it. Ban them all. Yes. Absolutely. I'm, I'm in full agreement. I think, I think, be, I think it would be great to have something that normally a player cannot see and cannot get to. Right. Sitting in the world that a hacker can see the little thing. They go and interact with it. They do, you know, do whatever they can see it. And you know, okay, that person's cheating. They but, should not have seen that object. But Saul says entrapment, but that's fine because these people are cheaters and they deserve it. It doesn't matter. In my terms of service. Yeah. Entra I have the right to entrap you. <laughs> you don't get entrap. You don't, you don't, you're not protected under the law if you're a cheater. <laughs> you you yeah. lose all your rights. Um, so, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but, I do like this post um, because, you know, here's the thing. Nobody, I'm not going to play the game anyway because of what they've attempted to do with it. You know, spending six months developing new all this new stuff to just kind of wipe it all clean. But uh, the most base level thing is if you can't play the game without cheaters, you can't get any, you, you can't get up to the next level. And you can't start building any confidence with the community or, or any, there's no point of even working on anything else. New maps, new base building, yeah. new guns, new, new vehicles. It doesn't matter. The, if you can't keep the game free of hackers, don't waste your time. There's no point. Oh, yeah. You could have the greatest building system in the world. If everybody in the world is speed hacking and using magic bullet, it's not worth a damn because I'm going to die every time. So, yep. I mean, this, is, this, is, this might be a step in the right direction. But who knows? Yeah. And hopefully, um, and I'm sure, you know, whatever they're working on here equally applies to H1Z1. So um, I, it could just be all tech that's being worked on, on on for the regular H1Z1. And then they could take dual credit here. Say, oh, look at what we came up with when it's just Daybreak making it. So, it's very true. But that's the uh, G202. So if you are playing Just Survive, you may notice those errors. Um, now, here's something for H1Z1. Oh, boy. Nick refers to as it's can't stuck, can't um, King of the Kill. Let me check my handy graphic here. Uh, yep, still King of the Kill. <laughs> still okay. King of the Kill. Yep. We're good. So, so we have, uh, yeah, so we've got something here that they're they're talking about that ENA, ENAS. So the... It's the Eastern, Eastern North American Eastern North Strafe. American Snake? Strafe. strafe? Yeah, okay. Snake. <laughs> Well, because you move like a snake with it. So I figured maybe it was snake. All right. Uh, and so this is where they go through, and because they're using the lousy mechanics of the game, player mechanics, 
they can sit there and, and go back and forth and just be almost impossible to shoot. Yes. Um, so th this is another Daybreak employee putting in a, a little bit of details about movement changes that they're putting into H1Z1 mm -hmm. here soon. Um, they, says, they said a couple of seasons ago, there were some changes on how the character accelerates and decelerates in H1Z1. Um, the values for these two variables were set to zero and the initial feedback was very positive, which is understandable as it made the game feel incredibly responsive when it came to movement. After some time, however, that feedback deteriorated over time and the movement in the game became very frustrating to play against. So in response to this and the feedback about ENAS, we have pushed some changes to the test server. These changes are a step towards preseason three movement. So preseason three, are we on six, eight, seven? I don't know. Yeah. Eight, eight is coming up. Um, so copy and paste yeah. from preseason uh, so three when they did the exact same thing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, so we want to see how these feel before we go further. So we understand the game is going to feel a bit slower, um, but we're confident that will help combat, uh, help combat feel more consistent. So that being said on the test server right now, um, and go into the combat zone, you can see the new movement change changes for yourself. Um, so I, on here, I have a video. That's I got to stop streamers. first. I got to stop first. Okay. So I'll take into my personal life. So before the show, I had to stop at Walmart to get some, uh, uh, some, some drinks and, and some food. So as I'm waiting in line, there's a, a long line at the thing. So I, I, I had already read through about half the show notes and looked some stuff up. So I'm in, in Walmart and I'm reading this Reddit post and I must, I, I, I was like, I couldn't control myself. I was like talking out loud about how absurd this post was. And then I get home and see the yeah. video. These people are insane. <laughs> I mean, yep. this this post is... And then the comments, the comments on this Reddit post are the epitome of why you'd never publish anything on the internet. But I'm sorry to cut you off there, Brian. Th this video is unbelievable. Oh, it's fine. I mean, this video really All is All right, unbelievable. so this shows... This is on the test server, so this shows this is the movement system. So, so he's going back and forth, and he's like, you know, it, it feels kind of laggy. Like it feels the same, and it's like, but then look at the other guy he's running with. <laughs> so this guy's going back and forth and showing an example of of what's supposedly fixed. So this is what the adjust. And if you look, like he is just <laughs> literally just moving. all over the place, literally shifting, like like just jumping like, like all over the, the body's map. not tr not smoothly going left and right. <laughs> Um, it, it's just, it's horrible. And this is the fixed version. Yeah. This so if is this the is the fixed system. version, I can't even imagine. I don't, I mean, people get used to just doing the crazy movements, but like, how do you shoot that? You know what I'm I saying? Mean, like, look at this. The body literally just shifted like 30 pixels. Like it just completely moves. Yep. So that's the issue is their animations. Okay, let's go. We'll, I'm going to go technical for just a second. They they are supposed to have blend spaces, um, and probably with their engine, it's a lot of work, and they don't want to bother too much with blend spaces. But with a blend sp space, what you do is say, all right, when you're going left, um, I do this running animation when I'm running to the left. Okay, now when I want to transition and I want to go right, I have a set of, an animation that transitions and the legs smoothly transition. To now shift my body to be running right. Well, they don't have that in here because if you look, there's just the 
running forward animation and all it does is just move the body around like there's no actual realistic movement of the legs transitioning it's the person's always running forward and they're just changing where they're at on the screen in the same forward running motion so uh, it's that looks horrible. like somebody I mean, it's horrible game design looks like somebody playing on like mcdonald's free wi-fi like that's that's what that's what I would expect to see with somebody with very very poor internet. That's what I would expect to see somebody that is just shifting all over the place. That I mean, and then you go yeah. through the comments, and that's that's what happens when you just run left and right. And then as I'll just read through the comments here, it's it, it's is it me or nothing changed? Feels absolutely the same. Yeah, I don't feel a change. Please tell me how this is not the quote update. Wow, it looks ten times worse as expected. Lol, gg. Oh my dear God, nothing changed. This is worse now. People are warping around. I mean, are you kidding me? Here someone says, do you guys actually do any testing on your own? <laughs> it took a whole five minutes for us to all see it's still broken, but somehow you decided to push this out for test. Thanks, Clegg. That's all I can say. Thanks, Clegg. I just, every oh. week, I, I don't want to talk about this game anymore because it's a burning dumpster fire and it's boring. Train rate. I mean, how, 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 how in God's name are they publishing this? They, I, and I read this Reddit post and I was already all pissed off based on the post because it was just, it was just nonsense. And then I see the video and it's, it's like, what in the hell? I mean, are you guys just hitting the kegerator all day? Is that all anybody does there? Well, I'm sure. I mean, yeah, they're, they're drinking the keg so much that, uh, by the end of the day, everything's blurred. So it's like a little, look at those blend spaces. Everything blends together. So nice. Like, I mean, I, it's literally it's like, nice blur across the screen. I mean, it's literally like, they're like, Hey, let's take this version and just, we'll just append the, the, the number and we'll just say, Hey, it's the test update. And we'll write a description. I mean, literally you got like, Oh man, we went the whole day without working. All right. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta put down something. All right. All right we fixed the movement. Rev 48. Push it out. <laughs> preseason three. Hey, you got that post from preseason three. Copy and paste that. I mean, yep. come on. It doesn't take a, it doesn't take, I mean, the fact that, and by the way, their Reddit has been extreme, their social media in general, when you look at the, when you look at the post for remastering Z1, Reddit is losing their minds. Everybody's so excited and can't wait to play on it. So clearly the Reddit is not completely turned on them. You go to this post and it is literally nothing but people saying, what are you doing? How is this an update? I, yeah. I mean, and then, it, and then it, the post, and, and then the Reddit author writes a comment. Hey, everyone, we've been noticing the feedback and general consensus is the changes weren't enough. What? what how yeah, much worse it, could it have been beforehand? Besides players literally just warping around. Yeah. I, I, Brian, well, I'm at a loss for words. So I the, literally do not have anything else to say. Yeah, I mean, a lot of this is everything is done by hand. Like there's no, it, it's probably really hard with the tools that they have to really test a lot of these things. And so I, I think that like they have to go through and manually, like they're, they're probably changing numbers and then saying, okay, now let's try it. Oh, let's put that to a 10. All right, let's try it now. Oh, okay. Up it a little bit more. Let's try it now. Like there's no data behind it. Um, it'd be nice to see. All right, here's, 10 different versions, like different 
which one is too much? Which one is too little? All right, now let's go halfway in between that. Um, I don't think they're doing that because it's barely changed. They're like, just, okay, up, you know, up at plus one is what they're doing. Not actually looking at here's good, here's bad. All right, let's figure it out. I mean, as going so. through this, there's literally not a single positive comment. And these are people it that sounds like their humble bundle, which is going to be coming out in a couple of days. Oh, can't I wish wait. I could get sales statistics on that. Um, well, I mean, who knows? Um, but you know, you just, just scrolling through. Here we go again with the blatant lies. Just admit you have no clue. I, I mean, you guys have a lot of time to just, if you jump into just survive servers for about five or 10 minutes, I mean, you're just going through this. Daybreak devs are trapped. People, people that are typically fan fanning the game are saying what, I mean, what the hell are you doing? How how in God's name are you are you writing a Reddit post about how you fixed it? We've pushed some changes to make it better, and then I see a video of a yep. guy literally just shifting around. I mean, talk about disconnection yep. from reality. Wake up, folks! Stop playing this junk. <laughs> I mean, give it yep. up. It's only way, there's only way you can get them to stop is what with stop your supporting them. Quit buying crates. Goodness sakes. <laughs> Stop buying crates. Yeah. I don't get it. Neither do I. All right. Well, man, we have. Ooh. Yeah. We're out of time and we have not covered <laughs> literally half the, nuts. the first quarter of the show notes. So, um, so I'm just going to, uh, I'm, I'm just going to like talk. I'm going to just list off some of the things we would have talked about and you can go check out the show notes. I, I'm sorry. We're, this is, this like, is, this is our, this is my fault. I feel really bad. Um, there's some so good the stuff black death has some. Yeah, the Black Death has some new female art that they're putting out as far as hairstyles um, and uh, and some clothing and things like that. Unturned um, has a new version out, and he, I put a, blog, a link to the blog post talking about the new four point whatever version that they're coming out with. Uh, Sarion, I have a, a link to there talking about some news um, with which some fixes that they did to the, for that um, in a recent hotfix patch. Uh, we have a Rust update. There's a video link to that. You can go check it out. Uh, Miscreated put out a hot fix, which is a small thing. Dead Matter had a diary post that kind of just shows some development updates for that game. Uh, Survive the Nights. Uh, we have a, just a link to some update notes about that. Yeah, it's coming uh, out early December. Yeah, early December. Okay, so people for Kickstarters and backers, yeah. Conan put out a hot fix. They also have a newsletter, uh, which talks about some of the upcoming changes that are going to be coming into Conan Exiles. So you can check that out. And uh, one thing we didn't cover was with H1Z1, there were some, they had a post about the FPS in the game. Um, oh, and then so. there's, and then I post something in here. Uh, if people are interested yes. in, you want to, if you hate yourself and you're interested in reading, um, there's a very extensive post with, uh, Twitch links from big streamers like Doctor and all these other people, and it just pretty much says you've killed your game. You know, congratulations, Sabrick, you've killed your game. It's a very extensive post, a very good read if you're if you're interested in that. So that's in the show notes, infectionpodcast.com. Also, we are watching and monitoring the Life is Feudal MMO. Brian both and I, Brian and I both have keys. We're waiting for it to. Mine still is not available. It, it it's installed. It's it's popped in. It won't let me. I play own it. Life is Feudal, so I should get a key anyway. So we're hopefully holding on to one. Um, if they send me a key, then I'll be able to, I'll get one because I have it on steam. Uh, so then we'll have one for giveaway. Yeah, we do. So have we're just kind of waiting to see. Cause we got two keys. Well, but yeah, I'm just saying as long as I get one for ha owning life is futile, which oh, supposedly gotcha. we'll have. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. 
so uh so, we are uh, watching so, yeah, that so then we'll be doing that and actually uh deacon has been playing that game yep so he he's been playing on it so we'll get some more information from him i hear i see him putting posts throughout the day talking about it inside of discord so yes and um so real quick with current players, I'm just going to kind of, I'm just going to mention the current players on a couple games. So they mentioned massive amounts of players currently playing Just Survive, 1,857 people. The seven day peak is less, is literally 3,159. So there's no massive amount of people. It's literally thousands of people. Um, King of the Kale currently playing that, 10,575. Ark's got just shy of 30,000 people currently playing that. Um... Seven Days to Die, I wanted to bring up. We haven't talked about that in a while. Currently playing that at 11,000. The 24-hour peak, almost 14,000. And the seven-day peak, just a couple players short of 19,000. And then PUBG, um, little uh, slow week in terms of uh, the seven-day peak. It's only up 33,000 from last week. Um, so it's at 2,940,000 and some change. So that's quickly heading towards 300,000. Um, but it is not there yet. So... That's a very, very quick truncated current players. And I see we have a giveaway, Brian. What are we giving away? Yes. So I'm giving away a copy of Wasteland. And this is the game that actually kickstarted. It is a $40 game. Actually, wait, no, this is the original Wasteland. Sorry. Um, So this is the Wasteland 1, I think. I'll have to double check that. Uh, Wasteland is a a post-apocalyptic RPG classic turn-based game um let me double check which one i'm giving away to make sure i say the right one yeah so this is the original wasteland uh so this was put out in 1988 wow and so this is the original um this is the original wasteland that they kind of did a remake of with the kickstarter but it's a very uh very positive uh, rating uh this is a game that had a really good cult following on it but this is wasteland it's about six dollars right now on steam but this is this is the current working version because if you had a wasteland back then whatever disc you had it on won't work anymore on windows so this is the one that works inside of steam there you go so all right um so let's go and uh tip of the weeks where i go through and either i talk about a specific game or i'll talk about a general gaming tip this week we are talking about call of duty world war ii this is tip of the week here we go All right, so I found a way to, uh, at least for me, to help improve accuracy. So mm-hmm. um, like with like a newer player like myself. And also it will work for people that play a lot because it'll help uh, them warm up inside of a game. Uh, one thing you can do is go inside of the, uh, the game modes, create a uh, custom game, a custom match. And uh, this is going to be kind of like a shooting gallery. Uh, so you set the settings to free for all. And then you set the uh, you can set the rule for unlimited time, un- unlimited score, and then you set inside of this, uh, you set your health to the health of the the zombies, whatever bots. the guys that are coming at you, the bots, to one hundred percent, fifty percent, and uh, the, you put your health regen to fast in this lobby. Um, under lobby options, you can click uh, 
make sure you put the join in progress to know because you don't want your friends coming in there and messing with you when you're sitting here practicing because I know Nick would. Um, and so make so that make sure that people cannot join you from the outside. Uh, and then you put the bots level to recruit because the point of this shooting gallery is not to sit there and have a really tough like competition. You want to get into the habit of turning quickly and shooting. Um, so you, you put the, the level to recruit. Um, and then the, what's actually setting the difficulty level in this lobby is actually the, the number of bots that you have. So let's say you put it to around 13 bots. Uh, and then that will be a constant kind of rolling in of players uh, of, of the, the bots that are coming in. Um, and so, and then the point of having the 150% health is it takes more shots to kill them than it wouldn't take in a normal game. So it makes you get into the habit of actually having to get a few more shots into each of those zombies. So that you have that habit. And then when you get into a real game and you turn around and you're, and you're shooting, um, at these other players, it'll seem a little bit easier, you know, cause it, they're going to be moving differently. It's gonna be harder to shoot real players anyways. Um, and so once finished, you can save that, that custom game mode, put it as shooting gallery or something like that. Um, now when you're going and setting this, you want to set your attachments cause you want this to be something that you have a lot of ammo. Um, and it's a gun that's consistent, um, not a huge amount of kickback cause it's not so much learning the gun. You're just learning the skill of turning you know, you have guys coming in from all different directions, turning quickly and shooting different people um, and reacting quickly to that. So uh, I'd recommend using the, S, the SGTG 44. Oh, yeah. Uh, as, far, as far as a good weapon. Uh, it's a really, it has the, one of the highest ammo capacities in the game. Also has a good, good stability to it. It's not a huge amount of kick. Uh, doesn't sway a lot. And, uh, and you can choose like for your training, basic training uh, band. The primed is a good one. And then have quick draw and then the extended mags. The extended mags is because you want to make sure you have enough ammo because you're going to have a lot of these bots coming at you. And so uh, you want to be able to just quickly have these, these shots. Um, and one thing, I, another for the map, I would recommend maybe doing the docks because it's a really good, because you can go up to that area where there's the, the statue docks. up there. Yeah. Yes. And you'll have a lot of, of the bots just coming from all different directions. So it makes you turn a lot, makes you watch the corners. Um, all the different entrances and, uh, and it gives you having about 13, if, if like Nick would probably have 15, 16, you know, he could raise up the bots to the level of what he feels comfortable. And it's not about just sitting there and spraying as many bullets as you possibly can. Uh, this is to keep this. It's about consistency. You want to be able to put good quality like five shots. shots in. Yeah. Yeah. You want to put five shots into them with 150% health four or five shots and then move on to the next one, four or five shots. And so you're not sitting there just mowing down. And if you don't, they'll overrun you if you put too much time into each one. If you're and you'll you'll run out of ammo quickly, you'll you'll be reloading. So it's a nice test to keep ahead of the stream of bots. It makes a nice test of that. So uh, this is just a little like a, a shooting gallery to kind of hone your skills. Also a good warm up. You can pre save it so that whenever you know, maybe you're jumping in, like all right, I want to warm up a little bit for five minutes. Jump into this. And you'll just get a really quick, if you want to test some different, this would be a good way to test sniper rifles, rifles as well on that more open map. You could jump up onto the top of the train. You'd have a consistent bunch of uh, bots just kind of coming at you from the train. And you could practice sniping from long distances quickly and see how many you could take out um, at once. So um, just a nice way. And this is because for me, it's hard to improve as much in the the games where I have people just 
just doing so many crazy things to where I don't have time to really, I don't have a shooting gallery. And the one that's in the game to where it has like a shooting range, things don't move. Yeah. So this is just a way for kind of improving the way that I play the game to where I react better. So that is my tip of the week. All right. Um, honest to God, I'm actually going to try that. Uh, Brian, right, when you, cool. when I saw on the list Call of Duty World War II tip of the week, I was thinking like, hey, if you open supply crates, make sure you do it in a full headquarters so you get those social points. That was a legitimate tip of the week. And it was a little it was a little lengthy. Yeah. So you're going to you'll have the actual details. Sorry. No, no, I no, have no. all the text. That's what it. I'm yep. saying. It, it was a, it was a, it, there was a lot of stuff in it. Brian every week posts the full, I guess you'd say monologue of of the tip of the week or the full tip with all the details on the website infectionpodcast.com. That was Brian. I've got to give you a a nice a nice little golf clap there. That was a solid tip of the week. Thanks. Lance could use that because he sucks. I wanted something. That, so that, I wanted something, <laughs> I wanted something that would work for a player like you. You know, who, who has a lot of experience. It still has a benefit to you. And it has a huge benefit to players like Lance and I. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, absolutely. So I'll make sure he listens to this segment. That'll be good. Yep. All right. Well, um, all right. Thank you, Brian. Now we got to do our, before you yes. ra- try to wrap up the show, like you did two week last two weeks, got to give this game away. Yes. Yeah, so we'll, we'll actually do the giveaway this week yeah, we before I announce that we're ending this. All right. So let's go ahead and close this. Valp, Valp one, congratulations, congratulations, Valp one, Valp. Um, he's been a listener of the show for quite some time. Long time so, friend of the thank show. Thank you very much. All right, and I will send you the keys. I haven't sent out either of those keys yet. I'll send them right after the show's done. Sometimes it's just difficult to try to get all yes, the sir. codes and mail them while I'm focusing. So, uh, if you want to find me on the internet at Boise Computer on Twitter, um, you're more than welcome to check out my blog biteoftech.com. Of course, if you're uh, interested in playing this, the game of the week this week, we'll be doing Left 4 Dead 2. So just jump into our Discord. We, remember, we are doing it an, an hour earlier than what was previous. So this is going to be 8 p.m. Eastern. And uh, Left 4 Dead 2 was just on sale recently. Most people have it. It's a lot of fun when we get in there. Everybody enjoys um, hanging out. And it's a kind of a mindless shoot 'em up type of a game. Uh, if you're looking to uh, join our Discord group, make sure you go to our website. On the right-hand side, there is a join server. Um, little green button that should take you right into uh, our discord server it's a free app uh, really lightweight on the mobile um, an easy app to use on the on the pc as well and uh, it's a good way to communicate suggest news for us and uh and just kind of just we pretty much gab back and forth throughout the week on there so it is a lot of fun uh, also join our screen steam group if you want to have notifications of, of when we're doing our friday night game night when the show goes live, we do a notification then as well. So you happen to be at your computer, you'll get a little pop-up and it makes it really easy. We have all our links for our, our podcast and and uh, you can even get notified by email if you would like uh, when we have new podcasts out, which is a nice little feature. So if you want to do that, go to our website, infectionpodcast.com and thank you very much. Yes, and Brian, thank you very much. We will see you uh, Friday night for some Left for Dead. And then again, if people are around this weekend, there's a decent chance we'll be testing our brand new server. So if you're around this weekend, just keep uh, keep Discord on the on the back burner and just keep an eye and we'll throw an at everyone in there uh, when when we start doing that. So, uh, Brian, thank you very much. And uh, thanks to everybody who uh, came out to the live show. And thanks to a 14-year-old gamer who, of course, donated to us instead of buying Fortnite cheats and our good friend uh, Langun44. 
I think that's about it. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Nicholas M. Craig. You can head on over to our website, infectionpodcast.com. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in live for episode 50 of Infection, the survival podcast. 150. Oh, excuse me. 150. 150. 150. 150. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Have a good week, everybody.